Radio Network. I am Lord Amadeus, the president, CEO, and owner of RAWF Radical American Wrestling Federation in the game we all know and love as Wrestler Unstoppable. My co-host this evening is the legendary Mr. RAWF, the puppet master, the one and only. Gentlemen, he is judgment. Good evening, Judge. Hey, Amadeus, what's up? 
What's up? We got a lot to talk about tonight. I mean, do we have a lot, a lot to talk, to talk about. about? We got to talk about. We're gonna give out. We're gonna tell you who all the final results from tropical aggression. We're gonna talk about final rankings for the period. Who will get contender matches tomorrow on Superstars in Houston? We're we're gonna talk about the glitches in the second half of the program. We're gonna talk about a whole lot of stuff tonight. So. Try not to distract yeah. me too much, Judge, because there's a lot to do tonight. Well, you know, I'm not going to do that. <clears throat> I wouldn't do that anyway. I just want to say, you know, a lot of people have been asking me about last week about the uh, the, the self-interview. And <clears throat> yeah, they're going to have to tune in in October to, to see what he has to say. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we got – and you won't you won't even let me have the tape, the official <clears throat> tape. You just no. accept so – well, that one we'll all we'll all be waited with bated bated breath uh, at late in late we'll October for when we yeah. get we're going to learn a lot. I have a feeling I I can't wait to see what. Well, yeah, you're going to learn a lot. You're going to learn what, what 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 the the heart and soul of, of judgment. You're going to find out what what makes judgment go and what what you know. Hmm. Some secrets are going to be given out. I can, I'm kind of worried about the secrets, but I'm gonna have to. I'll have to deal with it. Yeah, but, but enough about enough. that. We talked yeah, about right. tropical erection. Now let's talk about circumcision. No, hold on. No, no. First of all, we're not done talking talking about tropical aggression. Here are the aggression. final results. Yeah, Uncle Frank still your world heavyweight champion after defeating the immortal Griffith. However, Griffith once again retained his platinum dragon championship against the Great Red Dragon. Cassie Joe still your national champion after defeating the Teflon Sheik. However, we have a new men's champion in Sin who defeated the Paragon of Greatness. We have a new estrogen champion in Sai who defeated Cassie Joe. Strangleheart defeated Uncle Frank for the Fubar City Championship, but and there's a but there, and we'll get to that but in just a few seconds. Mithras defended successfully defended the Midnight Hobo Championship against Anarchy's Beast. Once again, Mithras. Um, still your midnight hobo champion after so very uh, after a long 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 reign and it just keeps going and going and going. Davila still your triple crown champion after defeating Claymore and the Razor. Uh, Alistair Fiend new multimedia champion after defeating the Paragon of Greatness. Uh, Killa Neptune defeated Mark Caliber to retain the Powerball Championship. And. Uh, Executive Order defeated Dungeons and Dragons to become the new RAWF Tag Team Champions. I'm still a little shocked about that, but we did. So that, that was a shocker. That was a shocker. That was a shock, but we did it. Mithras and I pulled it off. We are the new RAWF Tag Team Champions. Knox Boogie still the Supreme Fighter Champion after defeating Money Sue. <clears throat> Pennywise the new Ultimate Gauntlet Champion after defeating Killa Neptune. Claymore defeated his buddy, the Teflon Sheik, to become the new White Lightning Champion. Dez, still your champion's choice champion after defeating Captain Boney Boomerang. Uh, Lady Vex defeated Damia in their Trash Talk cage match. Terror Inc. was victorious in their four versus four against the Wolfpack and FBW rules. Uh, Anarchy uh, on, in their four-on-one match against Sin. Obviously, they won that. Killa Neptune defeated you, Judge, in your FBW rules match. Mithras defeated. What? That's still to be determined. We're looking at tape. 
Okay, it's actually, oh, whatever. Mithras defeated Luke Hero for a hire in a no disqualification match. Big Greg, victorious over, I guess her name is Mistress Natalia now, uh, in a no holds barred match. And Luigi Mario defeated Cross in a frog suit match. Now, with that, all that being said, whoo, that means, ladies and gentlemen, now that all of the results are in for Tropical Aggression and I have counted them in the rankings, I now have your final top 25 for this ranking. Hey, you know what? You wait, what? wait, you know what? Before you say this, you know, I, I wonder if this pay-per-view, Tropical Aggression, aggression is going to haunt Paragon of Greatness every year when it comes around. Because, I mean, he went in as champion and came out with no we will. I'm sure we will hear from Paragon here in a little bit about yeah, that. I can't so, wait to hear from him. I can't hear. No, yeah. your turn. But thank you. Thank no, you no. very much. But I mean, that is. Here is your top 25, ladies and gentlemen, for this period. At number 25, Prince making his debut, I believe, in the top 25. And considering uh, how well he's respected as far as his ability, it's a surprise that he's his first time, but he finally did it. Prince is in the number 25 spot. Kongzilla the Clown comes in at number 24. At number 23 is Anarchy's Alley Bunny Harris, who, by the way, I guess I should go ahead and say it, defeated Strangleheart for the FUBAR City Championship last week on Superstar. So she is your reigning FUBAR City Champion for the moment. Uh, more on that in just a few minutes. At number 22, your boy Blaze McCoy returns to the top 25. Congratulations to him. Number 21, Hobo Ezekiel, who had an interesting situation earlier in Reno. We'll talk about that in a bit. At number 20, Paragon of Greatness. At number 19, your reigning estrogen champion, Psy. At number 18, the mighty Vuvuzela. At number 17, John Taylor. At number 16 is Ghost. At number 15, reigning Platinum Dragon champion, the Immortal Griffith. At number 14, the Great Red Dragon. At number 13, Triple Crown champion, Davila. At number 12, Money Sue. At number 11, Champion's Choice champion, Dez. At number 10, Revenge Gibson. At number 9, reigning multimedia champion, Alistair Fiend. At number eight is Strangleheart. At number seven, Judgment. At number six is The Cougar. At number five, The Teflon Sheik. At number four, Luke Hero for Hire. At number three, Anarchy's Beast. At number two, reigning superstars and Powerball champion, Killa Neptune. And at number one the reigning White Lightning champion, Claymore. This is your top 25 for the July-slash-August rankings period. So what oh, does I'm that saying. mean for contender matches tomorrow on Superstars? Well, let me tell you. Tomorrow in Houston, it is a loaded card, to say the least. First of all, uh, Strangleheart, Strangleheart challenged Ali Bunny Harris to a rematch for the Fubar City Championship that will happen tomorrow on Superstars as well. Strangleheart will take on Ali Bunny Harris, Fubar State Championship on the line. If Strangleheart wins, he then asks for an immediate rematch with Ali Bunny Harris the following week. 
We'll go with that. If Strangleheart loses, no rematch. It's over. Ali Bunny Harris, Foo Varsity Champion, settled. However, that is not all for Strangleheart tomorrow, but we'll get through this. Here are the contender matches for tomorrow's superstars. Multimedia Championship match on the line. The winner will face Alistair Fiend for the Multimedia Championship. It will be the mighty Vuvuzela taking on former Multimedia Champion, the Paragon of Greatness tomorrow. Two Triple Crown contender matches. Uh, the winners of these two matches will go on to face Davila for the Triple Crown Championship at Cataclysm. It will be the Great Red Dragon taking on Ghost and Money Sue taking on John Taylor. Of course, Money Sue, a former Triple Crown Champion. So it should be very interesting. And John, John always seems to be in the Triple Crown Championship race, if you will. Uh, Fubar City contender match. Winner to face the... Whoever is Fubar City champion by Cataclysm, whether it be Ali Bunny or Strangleheart, it'll be Revenge Gibson taking on Dez. Midnight Hobo contendership match. This one, this one gets interesting. Um, Strangleheart will have a chance to possibly go on to face Mithras, the title machine, for the Midnight Hobo championship at Cataclysm if he can get by you, Judge. Oh, okay. The winner of that match tomorrow will go on to face Mithras for the Midnight Hobo Championship at Cataclysm. National title cool. contender match. It will be the Teflon Sheik taking on the Cougar. Platinum Dragon contendership match. It will be Anarchy's Beast taking on Luke Hero for hire. And then for the shot at the World Heavyweight Championship, Currently held by Uncle Frank at Cataclysm, it will be Claymore versus Killa Neptune. Also, Killa Neptune will be defending his superstars title against Hobo Ezekiel. That is the lineup we have thus far for superstars tomorrow. Some interesting matchups there to say the least, don't you think, Judge? Some, yes, some interesting matches to say the least. We'll get to yours in just a minute. Let's talk about Claymore versus Killinatune. It will be very interesting. We know Terror Eastern wanted to get in their hands and as much gold as possible. Claymore, I yes. mean, he was number he he ran through the competition this month, got the number one spot in the rankings. Uh, he's taking on Killinatune now. Killinatune is the only member of the Opaque Brotherhood not to hold the RAWF World Heavyweight Championship. He's also, if he wins this match against Claymore, has to face his good friend Uncle Frank for the RAWF World Heavyweight Championship. It will be very interesting, I think, if Killa does win this match. Who do you? I, but I, I know who you're rooting for, obviously, being a member of Terror Inc. You, I'm sure you believe Claymore can get past Killa Neptune. Oh, easily, easily, easily. Claymore's going to win if he hands down. Congratulations to Claymore, first of all, to, for his being ranked number one, uh, and the rest of the Terry members for their single-digit rankings, and congratulations to everybody. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say it's going to be Claymore's going to take this easily. He's going to take this easily, and he's going to go on and become the new world champion. Oh, well, I, I, what is Tyson going for? Well, yes. I, cannot I was, I was argue. writing it down, what you yeah. said. Claymore, Claymore is going for the World League Championship. And then you also have Luke Hero for hire going for yet another shot at the Platinum Dragon Championship. If he beats Beast tomorrow, it will be his third in third shot at the Platinum Dragon Championship in four pay-per-views. Uh, 
And then, of course, Sheik looking for a rematch against Cassie Joe for that national title, but he's got to get past Coobs. Uh, it's, it's, you have to say, right now it's Terror Inc. and Anarchy tearing it up in the rankings, and they will be going head-to-head in several matchups tomorrow for title shots at Cataclysm. True. The way it should be. All right. Well, Judge, we will get, as I said, get to your match tomorrow later, and we'll talk about the potential uh, for you to make R.A.W.F. history where you two beat Strangleheart, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Let's get to our GM report, if we can. I'm going to start with the lovely, the talented, the one and only... Ladies and gentlemen, the lovely Raven. Good morning, Raven. Good morning. <laughs> oh, how, how 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 is my favorite GM Birdie uh, doing this evening? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Ready for your headache? Um, huh? Oh, I I I'm well. I was well prepared. Well prepared. I have the excedrin. <laughs> I'm good. But. Raven, so where do you want to start with your report, hon? Um, at bedtime. Okay, um, good night then. <laughs> Move on. No, just Yay, night night. <laughs> you know before the show what Raven was doing. Oh, God, what was I doing? She was finger looking good. Oh, my God. You're an asshole. <laughs> anyway. Focus now. Focus. Let's get back on track I here. After he said that, I'm done. Uh, uh, thirty-two to one. Let's start with thirty-two to yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Great little thing. That. Yeah. So it's going well. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. They. 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 Yeah. The, the shows are running very behind. <laughs> so please do your matches quick, like Finn does. You know. Boom. Done. As soon as I post them, he's done. <laughs> but yeah, we are on week one, and there is 32 of you. Um, there was a question that they thought I'd miscounted, but I didn't. What they didn't read was, because I do put it in there all the time, that the champion always gets his spot saved, whoever the champ is. So that means I had to leave Knox Boogie a space. So they thought 
why is there only 31? Duh, you forgot the trump. But I did pull Griff out and put Claymore in because Griff decided he didn't want to play because he doesn't like SPW and he couldn't quite understand why he signed up. <laughs> so Claymore got in. <laughs> All right. Just signed up for no reason. <sighs> he likes confusing me. So, yeah, they're on week one. Um, <clears throat> and you do have to forgive me because if I screw up somewhere, it's because my GM folder is actually not in my own house. It's <clears throat> miles away. Understand. Yeah. Just stop singing. Tags. We're on season seven. That's only just started, literally, as well. I've been having a hell of a time trying to do shows. (laughs) Computer doesn't want to play ball game. Took me four hours to do a half an hour show. But, yep, you've all got matches, so don't complain. I didn't send out any messages. You'll just find your matches as you get them. There you go. But there was 18 teams this season and some new ones, which is nice. That should be a very interesting, of course. Whoever whoever comes out of that at the number one spot will get a shot at myself and Mithras at Cataclysm for the tag team titles. Now, question, because I don't think this has been cleared up. But I want to. I, oh, no. you know, I don't know if we've ever discussed this on air. What if oh, Mistress no. and I finish number one? Does that mean we get to choose our opponents at Cataclysm? Um, Have we ever discussed? I, I thought we'd discussed this before, but. Um, you know, it's 2 30 in the morning. You're putting me. No, it's 3 30 in the morning. You're putting me on the spot. All right, um, I tell you what. We'll discuss it later um, and make no, sure that it gets up. Um, no, because uh, the only the only way you get to choose is if the number two one, uh, <laughs> not a number two one, duh. Fuck you now. Rank the second. There you go. If they win all four matches, they automatically get the shot to go okay. up against you. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, if I it comes just... to like, there's loads of them on three. Then yes, you get to pick. Okay. Fair enough. Fair is enough. That that, fair? That's a good. That is fair. I, I agree. Okay. If they, if okay. a team, if the if a team were to get all four wins, yeah, like mm-hmm. that is obviously. All right. So like cool. my team, we're I'm gonna sorry, get all four wins, so we're gonna be doing it. Judgey, you're not tagging this season. I signed up. No, you never. Oh, I end up in another company. Never mind. <laughs> you do this to me all the time. <laughs> I'm looking at my notes going, where's Jesse? <sighs> no. All right, Raven. Well, I know how late it is there for you, so if you need to skedaddle off the bed, you feel free to do so. We appreciate you staying up as you as you when you when you do to give off these reports. Love you to death. And by the way, by the way, and you are yeah. you you definitely earned second place in best GM. As far as I'm concerned, you're my favorite GM. Yes. So hardest working, and uh, I appreciate everything you do. You're welcome, hon. But have fun tomorrow. I won't be here. <laughs> Excuse me. I appreciate it, boobies. I'm, I'm changing my boat. Oh. I'm changing my boat. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'll be here. <laughs> have a good show, uh-huh. huh? All right. If you need, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was Raven the Enchanted, 
And well, she doesn't actually go by the Enchanted anymore, do you? But I, 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 just, I just like it. I always thought that was the best, the Enchanted. Okay, one. you can keep Enchanted. It's fine. It, All right. it works. All right. Enchanted. At anywho. More on the glitches later. Let's bring on our Battle Wars GM. She is the one and only. and only Cassie Joe. Good evening, Cassie. Good evening, L.A. Hey, Judgment. Hey, I was sitting here trying to figure out whose song that was. I was sitting there going, who is the GM of this music that's <laughs> right now? I cannot remember. Because <laughs> the music was so, it was so, it was so I guess cool. I don't leave a good enough impression. No, you leave a good enough impression. It's just cool. It's a cool song. And I was like, who is the cool person that's going to do it? And I was like, oh, it's a Cherry Ink member. And I was like, oh, no, they couldn't handle Cherry Ink. Okay, never mind. It's you. <laughs> well, I am a all former right. Cherry Ink member. Yes, you know. All right, all right, all right. Let's let's do it. <laughs> but did any of you. How are things in Battle Wars, Cassie Joe? Cassie Joe? Yes, I'm here. Okay, we lost you for a second. You want to try again? How are things yeah, going in to... Battle Wars? Um, we're down to our last set of battles. So um, I went and uh, met with all the captains this past week, asking them who would be taking part in the final battle. So the captain could either take part or designate somebody else. So for TNC, Tigress, the captain is going to take on uh, Claymore in her match. He's the captain of Terror, Inc. Um, for the bus drivers, it's going. Sin decided he was going to have Money Sue partake in his battle. Um, and for the hobos, uh, Hobo Ezekiel decided Pennywise would take part in the final battle. The Renegades, Dez is doing it. Uh, for Crazy Asses, is Vex. For the Brotherhood, it's Paragon of Greatness, and obviously for Anarchy, it's Kruger, and then I mentioned uh, Terry is Claymore. So these guys, well, their teams are battling against one another to decide uh, uh, the payout who they go to. Now, I saw when I looked earlier that, you know, uh, who was it, TNC was leading with 20 points. However, that this final win, uh, this final battle counts as 25 points. Is that correct? That's that's correct because you can win a battle, but ultimately, you know, you can have many battles, but ultimately you want to win the war. So the war is 25 points. So even though Terror Inc., for example, has not won a match, they are going up against TNC, which is undefeated. If Claymore defeats Tigress in this match, they will win the war. No. Wow. So I mean that 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 is interesting. So that's why it's a calc- 
that's why it's a calculated decision as the captain who you put in. Uh, is the captain going to assume the responsibility for the win or loss, or are they going to give the other somebody else the chance? Like uh, bus drivers and hobo team uh, chose somebody else on their team to fight that final battle. All right. It and, sounds like it's getting down to the nitty gritty, and what I can't yes. wait to find out who wins and then see how the payouts go out to it by the captain. Exactly. It, that gets to be the interesting part. So indeed, it yeah. will be. I'm looking forward to it. All right, Cassie <laughs> Joe, doing a great job over there in Battle Wars. Thank you very much. Stick she around. Go ahead, got give, us the, give us the money. <laughs> got to win first. Oh, we got to win. Next up, she is your high voltage GM. She is the first lady of anarchy. She is the one and only. Ladies and gentlemen, she is the one and only, the Cougar, joining us now. Good evening, Cougs. Good evening, L.A. All right. High Voltage Invitational. Where are we sitting right now? Where are we at? Well, we have added Denzel the Giant to this season. He won his tournament. We have one tournament that is in the finals now. It's John Taylor and Alex Jaffine. And then the other two are still in the semifinals. All right. So we still got a little ways left to go to find out who the final four people is. You say Denzel the Giant is in. Uh, so congratulations to him. Correct. He seems, he seems to be making quite a bit of noise. We'll, speak, <clears throat> we'll be talking about Denzel here in a little bit. Uh, but... All right, Coops. Anything else you'd like to add to this? Anything, any, anything you want to say to the participants or whatnot? Just remember when we start the season to talk your butt off. That's how you're going to win. All right. Thank you much, Coops. Stick around. We got plenty to talk to you about as well. Uh, but let's talk to Ultimate Gauntlet GM. He is the one and only. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the fans in the hourglass of time. I'm the chalk line, outline. Everything is mine. From the grid to the earth to the shadows far behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm eternal. I'm the reason that the day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet in your gun. I'm the finger on the trigger and I'm about to blast one. I ain't never give a shit on it. Bitches better recognize the damn motherfucker on the block and I'm baptizing blood of the fall and keep it G. Go ahead, your family slam. Fuck around, be the next hologram. Big dog, 
and gentlemen, please welcome the lovely and talented Paragon of Greatness. Good they evening, like Paragon. Me. They really like me. I'm lovely and talented. I knew it. Wow. LA, you know, it is a heck of a week this week. You know, a lot of times a lot of times the ultimate gauntlet hits us fast and furious, but it has never hit us as fast and never hit us as furious as it has this week. That's right, I'm telling you for the very first time in the history of the Ultimate Gauntlet, we started the gauntlet last week on After Hours, and this week on After Hours, I can tell you that somebody has already successfully run the gauntlet. That is right. Anarchy's Beast, congratulations, a big-time bonus for this guy. This guy deserves some sort of medal because in eight total matches, he was able to go through his gauntlet run. Before this entire before this entire list even got started, Anarchy's Beast wiped the slate clean, taking out Revenge Gibson, taking out Crazy Mama, taking out Denzel the Giant, taking out El Monstruo, and taking out Ali Bunny Harris, earning himself a shot at the Ultimate Gauntlet Championship tomorrow on Superstars. Wow. And thank you for reminding me that I need to add that to the card tomorrow. Uh, Ultimate Gauntlet. Wow. So tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, not only do we have a buttload of contender matches, but you have three RAWF title matches as well as... Pennywise will defend his Ultimate Gauntlet Championship against <clears throat> Anarchy Beast. Wow. So, Paragon, real quick, because I know some people you might, you might get confused. You are not going to restart like you usually do because it was so quick, because you still have a long list to build off of, correct? You are just going to continue with the list, start with the next two contenders on the list, and move on, Correct. Absolutely. I had to look at this list and I decided that it might annoy some people if I already sent out another message about the gauntlet. So I'm continuing from the current list. Our new season has already begun with Big Greg taking on Sweet Haven Flasher. That match is yet to finish, so maybe this one will actually stretch until the pay-per-view, LA. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Paragon. Um, what's that, Judge? You wanted to say something? I just was. I'm, I'm just. I'm. I, Paragon's in a good mood. I don't know what to say. I mean, it's kind of like I was expecting to see a somber, uh, um, a, a more depressed, a more demonic, a, a more gothic, a more haven't slept and slept since the pay per view. And I'm going to come back and I'm going to kick ass Paragon instead of this cheerful Robin Hood. Well, I did call him I did call him lovely and talented, so he, you know that might have helped a little bit. You know, Judge. Uh, first of all, thank you for reminding me of the kind of mood that I should be in. Uh, class act always. Uh, but uh, we'll get to that later on when we are talking about REWF <clears throat> events. You know, I I, I have this thing that uh, you might want to acquaint yourself with. It's called professionalism. And when I'm being a GM, I do my best job to represent the company. Uh, thank you. Oh, I'm professionalism. I, I do professionalism all the time. In fact, I dated a guy. Well, time. good, Judge. You do professionalism? Be professional as you give yes. your GM report. 
Okay, hi everyone. Welcome to RAWF. This is Judgment Jasquire here, and I am a diddly diddly dooly dooly gooly gooly type of guy. And in my GM report, what I'm going to do is I'm going to sit here and tell you that in reality TV, we have Ghost versus Claymore. That's right. The battle of the century is brewing up in reality TV. The winner is going to win coins because I am not giving bucks for this improv TV special we got going on. Right now, with two days left, Claymore is in the lead. That's what's going to happen. Claymore is going to win. So we all know who's going to win. Claymore is going to win. There you go. That has been your reality TV moment of the day. Anything else you want to do on my Nope, that was good, Judge. Thank you very much. And ladies and gentlemen, that concludes our GM report for this evening. <laughs> so, all right. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I do have some tournament reports to get out to you. Of course, the Arsehole and Biatch of the Month are both underway at the moment. Let's take a look at the Biatch of the Month tournament. The winner to face the Estrogen Champion at uh, uh, cataclysm And right now we are still in round two However already moving on to round This quarterfinals is Tigress And the Cougar uh, We're waiting on Davila Versus Katrina Havoc The Mighty Vuvuzela against, so, against Mistress Natalia Crazy Mama versus Lucifer The reigning estrogen champion side Taking on Ali Bunny Hot Cheese versus It's Angel It's Just Angel Bitch and I'm sorry, Mistress Natalia is taking on Minifi, and it's Sophia Gabrielle taking on the Mighty Vuvuzela. We now move right. on to Arsehole of the Month, which probably isn't going to be probably too much for me to read at this point. In, in round two, yeah, in round two, right now, so it's a little, a little too early to give a report on that. The, uh, several round two matches are over. Round three should be starting in the not too distant future. Powerball tournament. The winner of that, of course, to get a shot at the Powerball championship uh, at Cataclysm. <laughs> we know last week that Kenta unsuccessfully uh, challenged Killer Neptune, even though he was the first person in REW history to guess all three numbers to get that immediate title shot. He was unable to wrest the Powerball title from Killer Neptune. So. Right now, we are in the quarterfinals of the Powerball Tournament. John Taylor has moved on to the semifinals, as has the Paragon of Greatness. We are waiting on Hobo Ezekiel versus Cassie Joe and Knox Boogie versus Pennywise to move on in that tournament. And then let's see if the Extra Points Tournament is far enough along for me to give uh, a report on that. Nah, it's in round two. There's two damage. Oh, wait. We got Money Sue versus Lady Vex, Cassie Joe versus Psy, Raven versus Beast, Claymore versus Uncle Frank, Paragon of Greatness versus Crazy Mama, Damia versus Cougar, uh, El Monstro taking on Kenta, Teflon Sheik versus Davila, Mithras versus the Agent of Hate, Big F and Hitman versus Knox Boogie, uh, Kongzilla versus the Mancunian Maniac, Alistair Fiend versus Judge, Killing Neptune versus Strangleheart. Captain Boney Boomerang versus uh, Redneck Avenger, Anton Dare versus Sweethaven Slasher, and Revenge Gibson against John Taylor. So, very good. Very good indeed. (laughs) 
All right. So. All right. Let's uh, now address Judge. Yes. Let's talk about what you were talking about just a few minutes ago. Let's talk to Paragon. You know, Paragon? first, 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 first. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay, so Paragon. Okay. With, um, um, I find a way to put it nicely. You walked into tropical aggression with three titles, walked out with none. How, what is, how are you feeling right <clears throat> now? Well, the first thing that I want to say, and I think that this is the most important thing to say, and that is a huge congratulations to Alistair Fiend and, of course, the executive order, one hell of a match. Congratulations, Lord Amadeus, a well-deserved victory. Thank you. However, I will not be giving a congratulations to Sin. Oh, Yes, you see, uh, he he's making he he's making things a little bit difficult for me. And while while I always try to keep my um, professional hat on, you know, I always try to represent this company the best I can. This guy is getting under my skin. You know, he talks about how he he is the snake, he is the apple, he is the corruption that will spread across RAWF. And the the problem is, I. I let him do that, and I don't, I don't know what I can do in order to make this better because there is no scenario in which I can forgive that I allowed this to happen. The only way to deal with this is to move forward, and uh, I don't know if you've noticed this, but um, you know, in the, over the past couple of months, there, I've been bogged down a little bit. I haven't quite been the same paragon of greatness that you're used to. I, haven't come in with the the high energy like I had earlier today. I hadn't been as positive as I always am. I, you know, I, I, something had always been bothering me, and it was something boiling underneath the surface. And I thought, I thought that it was within me. I thought that there was something wrong with me, but as it turns out, it's not me. It's this corruption that has been slowly building throughout the company. This corruption that sin is taking credit for this corruption that I have to fight for the sake of RAWF because I love this place and I love everybody that works here and all of our fans around the world. And I cannot, I cannot abide the type of behavior that he is putting out into the world, the type of mentality that he is trying to poison the well with. To quote Dennis Reynolds, I am untethered and my rage has no bounds. My vengeance will be exacted upon this scourge, and I will come down upon him like the hammer of Thor. The thunder of my vengeance will echo through these corridors like the gust of a thousand winds. I can't settle. I can't be denied, and I will stop the corruption from spreading to R.A.W.S. at all costs. His reckoning is nigh, but the first thing that I have to do in order to bring this reckoning to sin is I have to, I have to improve myself. You're right. I walked into Tropical Aggression holding three championships. I walked out of Tropical Aggression holding zero. This is the very first time I can remember, basically since I started in RAWF, that I hold zero titles. And 
there, whenever you have to make a change, you have to make an improvement, you have to start with the first person affected by this. You have to start with yourself. And that's why I'm, com- I'm coming back. Big Purple's back. I'm ready to, to be the paragon of greatness of old. I'm ready to bring that enthusiasm. I'm ready to bring that happiness. I'm ready to be the man that represented this company for so many different occasions for years, the guy that has waved the flag of this company, the man that has said, R-A-W-F is my home, and nobody, and I mean nobody, is going to take that away, and nobody is going to break down the walls of my house. So, Lord Amadeus, I'm telling you right now, and I'm telling everybody here listening, Paragon of Greatness is back, and he's ready to be better than he's ever been. Well, that first step back uh, Paragon is tomorrow on Superstars when you take on the mighty Vuvuzela for a shot to regain your multimedia championship that you lost Alistair Fiend at, at Tropical Aggression. Mm-hmm. Uh, you sound fired up for this. Uh, are you uh, like Vuvu? We know uh, one of the one of the funniest, nicest people in all of Unstoppable. Uh, kind of a disarming. Figure, if you will, just be with with how how sweet she is and how cute she is with her with her little bunnies and squeezies and all that good stuff. Uh, is she going to be much of a distraction to you tomorrow? Well, you know, it's always good to wrestle somebody that you can consider more than a colleague, but also a friend, and that is is the case when it comes to Luzela. However, um, if you recall. Somewhere around the start of 2019, uh, there was a pretty long-running feud in the tag team division between Dungeons and & Dragons and the Aussie Vegemites, which included the mighty Vuvuzela. And I've gotten pretty familiar with the way that she works in the ring. And, you know, it's, it's really funny how things work out, isn't it? Uh, you know, I, I lose the multimedia championship, and I happen to land in the rankings for a contendership for the multimedia championship. It's almost like fate is telling me, Paragon, the way that you rebuild is go back to where you were when it started. I have been the multimedia champion for a really long time before I lost to the Tropical Aggression. In fact, I was the multimedia champion before any type of any any type of monkey on my back and, and downpour from this corruption was pulling me down and, and making me not behave the way that I should as a true professional and a representative of this company. And I think that this clean slate, while I can look at this as something that is a horrible disaster, a catastrophe at Tropical Aggression for Paragon of Greatness, instead I can look at this as a brand new opportunity, an opportunity to start things over, bring the magic back, and do what I do best, entertain every one of these fans here in RAWF, and that's what I'm going to do. Well, you say you talk about how you need to get back how the next step is to get back to where you were of course you were multimedia champion getting going into tropical rush and you're also one half of the tag team champions and not to rub it in or anything but how motivated are you and Knox to get back to that title match to face me and Mithras at Cataclysm um, as you know there's there's actually uh a very interesting history with Dungeons and Dragons in this company. Uh, There has not been a time since the formation of Dungeons and Dragons where a pay-per-view tag team title match has happened 
that did not involve Dungeons and Dragons. We've lost the titles uh, two or three times, but every time, every single time, we have earned the right to face the person that defeated us for those tag team championships every time because I don't want to talk about something that we'll be talking about a little bit later, but, you know, around this, the wrestling world, Dungeons and Dragons are are looked at as a, a prime example of what tag team wrestling is. We care a great deal about tag team wrestling. We care about each other. We're brothers. Uh, you know, we work together very well. We, we think very similarly. And uh, in a lot of ways, this championship to us is just as important as any world championship. In fact, uh, we've always considered the tag team championships on the same level as the RAWF World Championship. It is, in fact, the heavyweight championship of its division. Tag team championships are widely considered in the wrestling world to be world championships. Uh, and we are, of course, a, a world-class tag team that has always done what we can to get these tag team championship shots. I think that it's going to be an interesting month, but you know us and you know that there's a pretty, pretty damn good chance that you're going to be seeing Dungeons & Dragons very soon. Well, I wouldn't put it past you. That's certainly one of the teams. Uh, I am worried about – I will be – me and Mistress, Mistress and I will be keeping a very close eye on during this tag season. Uh, certainly, you two are – I would have to say you and Knox are the favorites. We will find out come a cataclysm. Good luck. Thank you, Paragon. So you're just not going to focus on the men's title anymore right now? The one that Sam beat you for? And Judge showing a master class and ability to listening once again. Everybody, we just a round of applause for Judge. We, you got to love him. He, he's great, right? Uh, you, said, great. you said you didn't want to. You was talking about that. I was just wanting you know, you, 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 you mentioned that you was going to be seeing you told him a day you probably see him there. And this, but you... You said you was you you just you just gonna just just throw the towel in on that. Well, I I can't exactly enact this uh, vengeance upon Sin uh, if the men's championship isn't going to be involved as he's the men's champion right now, Judge. But you can challenge. No, uh, you're well, not in the top. I, I absolutely could challenge him, but as you know, I'm. I don't know if he's right or not. Anyway. I I I do not uh, believe in taking shortcuts to championships. I do not believe in challenges. That that goes both ways when I'm a champion. I generally do not defend a championship against a challenger who has not earned that championship. And similarly, I am not going to take a shortcut and try to challenge for that championship either. <clears throat> However, I do believe there's still oh, wow. the article of the... You forget, Judge, he is, there is still the article of the month tournament, and Paragon is still... Uh, alive in that, in my current, I believe so. Uh, there's yeah, I, a good I agree. Chance. I, I don't understand the shortcut. If people earn to get into the top twenty-five, this could be an entire two-hour-long discussion. Judge. This we really don't have could. Time on the show. Let, let us move on. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. But you know, that is that is that is Paragon's prerogative, if you will. All right. Thank you, Paragon. I now turn back to Thank you, Paragon. Uh, Thank you. The national reigning national champion Cassie Joe. Cassie, you still still around? I'm still here. Cassie Joe. I was marveling at the conversation. Congratulations on your uh, on your match. I have to say congratulations even though you 
Anyway, congratulations, whatever it is. <laughs> it was a good match. It was a good match. It was a good match. I give you, yeah, you, you, well, you, I give you your props. So, Kevin, you walked in Tropical Aggression with two titles, only walked out with one. Let's talk about the match, the estrogen title match with Sai. What happened there? And did she did she surprise you this time after that? After all this time of not being able to face her, finally getting her in the ring, did she surprise she you? She did with surprise her? me. She did. I didn't think, and I'll be honest, I didn't think she'd have the the technical ability to beat me because I've known Sai a long time, and she tends to just, uh, you know, just do power type moves and and not use any strategy in her movements. So I was quite impressed, but as I called her and uh, many times of the match, she seemed to be more of a puppet, a pawn. Uh, uh, like, it wasn't really her I was wrestling. It was maybe all of anarchy I was wrestling, but that's all right. That's a good match. Well, I mean... It was a good I mean, match. Was- I mean, it was close, but... All right. She, well, then she pretty much dominated me. Yeah, it was a, it was definitely size night as far as the estrogen title goes. However, it was your night. You are still reigning national champion when you defeated the Teflon Sheik, the leader of Terror Inc. That had to feel really, really good for you. That felt amazing. That was a long time coming. That you know, basically, I I believe I proved myself to Teflon and. Uh, it was a good. It was a good match. I However, took pleasure the, in, in defeating him. Sorry. Well, you might just be getting that opportunity again, defend, depending on the result of the match between the Teflon Sheik and the Cougar tomorrow for number one contendership to the national title. Uh, you talked about it, you know how you know Sai had the support of Anarchy. If Coogs wins that match, mm-hmm. she'll be challenging for the national title and will certainly have that same support uh, as Teflon Sheik has the same support from uh, Terror Inc. I mean, either way you go, you're looking at you're looking at a lot of support for either challenger for your national title. Which one would you prefer to face if given given oh, the opportunity? Wow. Tef- Teflon Sheik, who you already know you can beat because you just did, or the Cougar, who you I, would, I don't know if you have a beef per se with her, but there's certainly some tension, I would say, between you and the members of Anarchy, including Cougs. Well, indeed, there's something uh, tension with Cougar, and I, uh, I mean, she did have me arrested also. Um, I think her and Cougs would be a cool match. It would be a cool match. I mean, I won't lie. I, I'm a little... Uh, probably gun shy about facing somebody from Anarchy because I lost the estrogen title against an Anarchy member. So I know Paragon, uh, not Paragon. Sorry about that. I know Teflon Sheik very well. So for me, I think it would be easier for me to beat Teflon than it probably would be for me to beat Cougar. Well, the thing is, with, see, the thing is, Anarchy, you 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 have a disadvantage against Anarchy because. No one can fight Anarchy because they're always fighting with each other. But I mean, I mean, I mean they they do tend to fight one another quite a bit. <laughs> so I mean, it would be interesting to see Cougar step out of her element and face you, and it would be very interesting to see how the mother 
cat carries it. It would be so. Just I'm not, just think about Amadeus, the cougar and Catchy Joe. No, no, it'd be a heck of a cat fight, wouldn't it? Kitty cat, kitty kitty catty fight. <laughs> Unfortunately, the, oh, cougar, the cougar took her leave, so she cannot respond or get but get, a, get her get her say in. But I'm sure she will be able to next week. Um, but Cassie, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think you, if I was in your position, I would want another match with the Teflon Sheik because you really did take it to him at Tropical Aggression. Right. And it was, it was, and actually, you know, I thought my it was a fun match with Teflon. I mean, uh, I. He made me wait for sure. <laughs> I think he was checking on his oil wells. <laughs> but uh, well, we do have to do that. We we, we do have yeah. to keep up with our with our with our money flow. So uh, I know, I know, and I you know I don't I, I think Luke came down and and said hi and but um, it was it was fun. I enjoyed it. It was it was a very uh, it was a good match. Paragon says about Jimmy Dawkins. It could have been, uh, it could have gone either way. I got lucky in that one as well. But you know what? I proved to him that I am a better wrestler. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Cassie Joe, she awaits awaits the winner of tomorrow's Teflon Chic versus the Cougar match to see who she will face mm-hmm. defending her national title at Cataclysm. Uh, good luck to you, Cassie Jill. I'm sure uh, keep an eye on that. And Thank see, you. I'm sure you'll be ready for whichever one walks out. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Cataclysm comes comes to you live September 22nd, American Airlines Arena in Dallas, Texas. So mark your calendars. Uh, so there's that. All right. So with that being said, uh, oh. Our next caller has a match for a, has a triple crown championship contendership match against uh, Ghost tomorrow on Superstars. If he can get past that, he will ch- want to be want to be one of the two challengers to Davila's triple crown champion. He needs no introduction, ladies and gentlemen. Caller, you are on the air. Go. <laughs> Evening, you pansies. It is I, the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable. The great Red Dragon. Good evening, Amadeus. How are you tonight? I'm doing well, Dragon. Doing well. So uh, we won't talk about tropical aggression because you, you know, <laughs> you, we we know you lost the grip, but that's that's money. That's that's. Water under the bridge. Yes, I totally agree. I do, what? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought <laughs> you that's what you said. Nat- <laughs> that was a natural progression of what you were supposed to say. You know, it was all your fault. I get it. You know, but he okay, said it was your fault we're not gonna go there. We won't go that way. Fault. But uh, yeah. That was but funny. Tomorrow, tomorrow you take on ghosts. Uh, in a triple crown contendership match. First of all, uh, how much do you know about Ghost? Can you beat him? And if you can beat him, how? Uh, I mean, what's gonna when you go to face Davila and whoever else is in that match in the triple crown championship? What's your plan? What's the deal? Well, I 
actually do know him, and I can beat him when I see him. You know, because, you know, if the lights go out, I can't see a darn thing. He's not there, you know. He's a ghost. Sometimes he shows up. Sometimes he doesn't. And when he does, I can hit him, and I can beat him. Uh, I do think I have a 50-50 or something like that record on him. But we do tear up the house, although he doesn't talk that much during matches, which is kind of understandable for being a ghost, you know, never there, never doing anything. But, you know, sometimes I get lucky and get a hit in. But, you know, that's ghost. I can't wait to be there tomorrow. Where where are we going to be? Where do I got to drive through tonight? Where you got it? We're in Houston tomorrow. Oh, my God, that's Houston. a good drive. I, I love Houston, especially at this time of the year, because, you know, here in the Americas, we're chasing that last bit of, you know, the summer heat. And it's going to be so great down there in Houston, Houston, not Houston. But uh, there's a lot of great workout spots down there. You know, the Gulf of Mexico is not that far away. We can go get a, a nice tan before getting up, driving back up to the up there and having a little bit more fun. I can't wait to be out there tomorrow to face Ghost again. Hopefully, along with that summer heat and all that sun, he gets a little, that Ghost gets a little bit of a suntan. So when we're in those studio lights up there in the arena, I can actually see him because he'll have, you know, some sunscreen on, you know, from the heat of the day. And I can win once again, proving how great I truly am. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, we'll find out tomorrow. The Great Red Dragon moves on to the Triple Crown Championship match at Cataclysm. Davila, of course, the reigning champ. And the other two participants he could possibly be facing are Money Sue and John Taylor. So should be a very interesting match tomorrow. Good luck to you, Dragon. And, uh, you know, anything else you'd like to say? You're welcome, you pansies. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the Great Red Dragon. All right, real quick, because college football season has begun, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, this is something I do for for me. It's my little thing every year after after a certain team that I root for wins. Go Bucks, my Ohio State Bucks. Jeez. Wow, they were excited. They were they didn't want to leave the band. They was coming in here. They didn't want to leave. All right. They was outside. Uh, they was coming in here into the studio. Uh, yeah, they were. <laughs> Anywho, all right, folks, we're gonna take a quick song break. When we return, we'll be talking to the likes of Strangleheart. He's got a big night tomorrow in Houston. Uh, Mark Caliber, Luigi Mario, and of course, we'll be talking to Lady Vex about the glitchies. Give you your glitchies rundown, if you will. 
so this is R.A.W. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. We'll be back in just a moment. A moment. Makers of Cheerios, we introduce a new breakfast cereal. 
spermicide and placenta. Some things are just made for each other. For a taste you can fall in love with again and again. Spermicide and placenta. All right, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. This <laughs> is R.A.W.F. After I was on the Back to Basics radio network, we are now about to talk to a man who has won the Fubar City Championship at Tropical Aggression. However, last week on Superstars, lost it as he accepted a challenge from Unlay Bunny Harris. She defeated him for the Fubar City Championship. Tomorrow, she's giving him a rematch for it. And also, mm. he will be taking on you, Judge. The winner of that match will go on to fa- to challenge Mithras, the title machine, for the Midnight Hobo Championship. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. address the FUBAR C championship first. First of all, uh, you accepted the challenge of Allie Bunny Harris, uh, and she defeated you in the street in, in the streets of Reno last week. Are you regretting accepting that challenge? No, I am not because I was taunting RAWF roster all week and wondering why they weren't uh gonna challenge me on the feed and all that, so she had the guts to challenge me so I accepted. Geez, you know, I uh had a first two fails, and that was it. She took, pulled ahead and didn't look back and uh, never let me back into the match, so congratulations to her. Uh, it was nice that she accepted my rematch. Uh, thing is, you said earlier that uh, we're having the rematch today, and then you said I've requested an immediate rematch, and you said something about next week for that. I was thinking if we could have it right after the match, is the first match is concluded, so then we can be done with our little quarrel, like I said in my scene. And like I said, uh, the next time I'll say this on air so the RAWF roster knows, next time I lose legitimately the FUBAR title match, I will not ask for a rematch to keep the prestige, pre- prestigiousness of it there. So, so basically what, I, what you want, is tomorrow after the match, uh, if you win, Allie gets an immediate rematch. Yes, and if I lose, but whatever that match is, congratulate her. Yeah. Okay. All right. I can I can see that. I can I can do that. We can we can definitely do that. Oh, however, I will say, 
that mat, that second match will not be a rankings match. All right, and actually, uh, it, neither mat, neither of those matches will be rankings matches for you. The first title match will be Allie's. But at anywho, just wanted to make that clear. But that, that we can do that. But if she beats okay. you, defends that title, there will be no second match. Correct? Yes. All right. Good. I understood. Done. Deal. Just one of you. Who, if if you win the title back, you need to message me immediately so I can make the match. All right. Will do. All right. So now let's talk about your other match tomorrow. Taking on Judgment, the winner of this match goes on to face Mithras, the title machine, in his epic Midnight Hobo title reign. Now, at Tropical Fest... (laughs) Yeah, exactly. If you do that, I mean, you've already smashed one record title reign. When you already took out Uncle Frank at Tropical Aggression, which shocked the hell out of us. If you were to go on, if some beat myth, beat Judgment tomorrow, go on to face Mithras at Cataclysm and win the Midnight Hobo Championship, that would be two epic upsets. Uh, that two ending two epic reigns. I mean, uh, is that yeah? I know how much you guys for WWF. I don't do it as good as them, but uh, I'll give them a good match if I make it there. Judgment, good luck to you if you're on air. Uh, what about the Midnight Hobo? What's the stipulation in that match? The stipulation. I only want to the stipulations the during the match. match. <laughs> you what? We're willing, no, no, I will no. inform you those during the match. Now, you mean the, the match against Judge or the match against Mithras are you talking about? The match against Mithras if I make it that far. No, it's, 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 it's 200 health and regular rules. Regular rules, okay. Seven days, 200% health. Yep, just okay, that's cool. pretty much. But, yeah, Judge, I mean, you want to weigh in on this, Judge? The, the fact that, you know... If you defeat Strangleheart tomorrow on Superstars, you, with everything you've already accomplished in RAWF, could be the one to end Mithras' title reign. Is that inspiration for you? Yeah, yeah. In a way. I mean, it's it's Mithras. I mean, who doesn't want to go and be the one that, that beats him? Um whether it's Strangleheart, myself, or Ali Bunny, or Papa Shaker, or Vex, or whoever it is, whoever it may be, it's a it's just for everybody that that wants to come and do it because everybody wants to be the one to take Metris out. And but to be that, I'm 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 just going to focus on on Strangleheart first, and then go from there. I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna jump ahead of of the of the game as as a lot of people say. You know, Faith and Paragon and them has taught me a lesson, taught me some big valuable valuable lessons. You know, Faith and Paragon and them has has really taught me some valuable lessons and and um to take my time and to not rush things and that's what I'm gonna do tomorrow. Oh Fair enough. Judge, you got me grinning from ear to ear. Good luck, friend. All right, Strangles. Well you got two sure. big matches tomorrow. Fuber City Championship rematch and a shot at if you beat Judgment Midnight Hobo title match at Cataclysm. I wish you good luck. Anything else you'd like to say? Uh, nope, but I do wish uh, Tigress good luck in her uh, match against Claymore. 
for the Battle Wars. Thanks. All right. All right. All right. Thanks. Not too Thank much. you very much. No, but not too much. Okay. Not too. <laughs> All right, Stragoheart. Thank you very much. You have a good evening. Good luck to you tomorrow. Okay. That Thank was you. a straight. That was Strangleheart, ladies and gentlemen. He, I mean, Judge, <clears throat> Judge. I mean, I, I yeah. know you played it off a little bit, but I mean, some of you. I mean, Strangleheart. We already know ended Uncle Frank's title reign, but and yeah. I know how much I know how much accomplishments actually mean to you in REWF. Uh, I know how much your record amount of men's title matches mean to you. It means a lot to you. I know how much being a former World Heavyweight Champion means to you. I know how much the title of Mr. R.A.W.F. means to you. Surely, an accomplishment as epic as possibly dethroning Mithras of the Midnight Hobo Championship, that has to mean something to you. Well, like I say, it, it does, but I'm not going to count my eggs until I get there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait and see and going to focus on Strangleheart. First, Strangleheart's not one to be taken lightly. Um, We've seen what he's done. We see what he can do in USL. We see what he can do in every other place. So I'm gonna just, just gonna buy my time and, and go from there. I'm not gonna rush it. Uh, I'm just gonna let let the chips fall as they may. But yeah, my thing yeah. is, you know, hmm. if I if I upset Mitris, then that's gonna be that better be one of the biggest highlights of my career. Well, Judge, I must say I've never heard you speak like this in your entire career. I'm not sure what to make of it, but I think we'll find out coming tomorrow when you take on Strangleheart. Good luck, sir. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, our next guest. He is one. He is. He is a good friend. He is the one and only. By the way, folks, we will probably extend the show a little bit so that we have we will have time to talk about the glitches. But Luigi, how the hell are you tonight? I'm good. Hello, Luigi. Hello, Judgment. Now, Luigi, you fought Strangleheart a couple times, right? Yeah. Okay. What advice do you have going into for me going into my match with Strangleheart? Uh, <laughs> oh wait! Uh, did you win any of your matches? Only once. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Next question, Amadeus. <laughs> all right, Luigi. Uh, first of all, uh, the rematch with Cross last week. <clears throat> I, I'll, I'll be honest; I missed it. How did it go for you? Uh, well, I won. Yeah. All right. So Cross. He brought has- yeah. <laughs> yeah, he brought in a dress that he wanted me to wear, and 
I beat him, and he ended up wearing it himself. All right. Well, I'm gonna take a look, but I, he's not. He doesn't have it on on my feed. On my feed. What the hell? We need to. We need, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to get on him. Somebody's gonna get on him. He needs to get that dress back on. If you say he wore it, he was supposed <laughs> to wear it up until Cataclysm. So I'm gonna make sure I message him because that was a you earned that victory. Uh, that makes you two and zero against him. So successful. Successful feud, I would say, uh, yep. get for you and Cross. So, Luigi, where do you just, where do you go from here? What's next for Luigi Mario in RAWF? Well, hopefully, uh, win some more matches so I can uh, uh, go on and get a title shot at any title. Uh, so uh, you know, so I can get more titles on, under my belt. All right, awesome, awesome, very, very good, Luigi. And and it did it did seem like those workouts I'd put you, been putting you through uh, seemed to help. Would you agree or disagree? Yeah, I helped a bit. Yeah, right, uh, especially good. against. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know, anything um, else? Go ahead, Judge. Luigi, I got to respect you. You you pull off some of the most amazing upsets I've ever seen, and for you to sit here to be this calm, because the guy is not wearing the the outfit that he needs to be, you you need to go you need to message this guy you need to say get that on now and and I'm not playing but or I'm gonna have to beat your ass again, so I I, I think you need to go I think I'm mean, I think he needs to go at him right now. <laughs> no, I mean you should I I I. I, I, I yeah, I, I I don't disagree necessarily with Judge there on that one. I mean, you you earned he, he you earned that win. He should be following through on what he said he should was going to do, which was wear a dress until Cataclysm. So, uh, Luigi, you should you you re- honestly should call him out on that. Yeah, I know a couple right. people in here who, who who you could message and they would call him out for you. If you want to, I won't say any names, uh, Vex. But anyway, <clears throat> all right. At anywho, let's let let's just let let it go for now. Uh, we'll handle that as as we'll handle that later at a later <laughs> time. But anywho, good, congratulations, Luigi. Big win last week. Let's see if you can carry that momentum forward. All right. All right. Thank you. All right. That was Luigi Mario. Our next guest is. The one and only the crow, the leader of the wolf pack, he is.
ladies and gentlemen, Mark, the pro Mark Caliber. Before you go there, before you go there, you 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 messed up. It's not the wolf pack. It's the pound puppies. Now you can introduce them. Uh-huh. Mark, good evening, sir. How are you? Good evening, LA, and shut the f up, Judge. What's up, pound puppy? Ah, well, at anywho, uh, Mark, it has not been a good, a good last couple of weeks for you or the Wolfpack. Uh, you and the Wolfpack did lose to Terror Inc. in that four-on-four match at Tropical Wrestling, and two attempts at wresting titles away from Killa Neptune were unfruitful as you walked away with zero gold. What do you have to do to bounce back now? Do you, what do you and the Wolfpack have to do to bounce back? Well, right now we just got to refocus on what we want to try to accomplish here. Obviously, we've had some setbacks, but we're going to do our part to make sure that we're going to get out of that slump. All right. Fair enough. Uh, However, the Wolfpack does have an opportunity tomorrow as Revenge Gibson uh, takes on Dez for a shot at the Fubar City Championship. Uh, Do you believe that Revenge Gibson can bring bring the the Fubar City Championship to the Wolfpack? Well, I will be honest. um, I think out of all of us, I think Revenge Gibson is probably the much better uh, member as as you mentioned, being in the top 25 that high, I mean, I could not be any more proud of her, and I will be rooting her for her, and I certainly do hope that she will bring that title to the Wolfpack. All right. Well, Mark, I mean, judgment's here. He was involved in that four-man tag team match. Uh, anything you have to say to him about that match? Well, the only thing I could say is no, they certainly were prepared for us. I will give them that. And I have to say one thing to you, and all jokes aside, uh, Mark, when you said that you needed to refocus and regroup, that's what you need to do to your team. You know, there was a there was a person who said it, the same thing. Uh, his his name was Matt Ryan. Um, he, he he said the same thing. So maybe if you follow in his footsteps, no, you still couldn't win. Anyway, okay, go ahead. Back to what you was praising me for. <laughs> well, I will say, ah. Sarah was a better team. It was, it was a better team that night, but there will be another opportunity coming our way soon. I don't know how long it's going to take, but mark my words, we will be back. I hope you're back. Right. I hope you come back fast and, and you're able to, to, to do it. It's, it's, it's right. fun knocking you guys around. All right, Judge. Uh, anyway, Mark, good luck to you going forward. And uh, let's get, wish Revenge Gibson good luck in her contender match as well as she strives to bring the Wolfpack some RAWF gold. Anything else you have to say, Mark? Um, well, I will say, even though Katrina was the one who who lost the fall in the 
tag match. I'm not going to fault her. I mean, with all honesty, even though she didn't really get much offense in, I think I saw a whole new side of Katrina. I mean, despite being down, she wouldn't quit. She would not stay down until she was forced to. And even after uh, this week on Superstars, where we had to go one-on-one against one, one another again, once again, I saw a whole new side of Katrina. And, you know, maybe she, maybe she was right. Maybe she is a changed person. And, I'm, and I certainly see the fighting spirit within her. And, and I will be wishing her luck in, in the future down the road. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the Crowmark Caliber looking to bounce back after a bad couple of past weeks. Let's see what happens with him going forward. All right, that is all. Well, one one last thing, Paragon, I'd like to talk to you for a second, real quick. Uh, absolutely. Go ahead. Because tomorrow for World Heavyweight Championship match. It, for a shot at it, it'll be Claymore, Terrence Claymore taking on Killer Neptune. Now, as we know, Killer Neptune, the one member of the Opaque Brotherhood, has not won the World Heavyweight Championship. I'm certain he right now is bouncing, bouncing off the coral reef, uh, ready for this match tomorrow against Claymore. What happens when Killa, if, if and when Killer Neptune faces Uncle Frank for the World Heavyweight Championship? Oh, well, you're right. He certainly bouncing off the walls right now, but that's mostly because that he thinks that he won the glitchy for sexiest male and doesn't realize that he got one vote and that was just by himself. But uh, other than that, he, uh, he he's actually, he's talked about this a lot. It's Killa Neptune's whole thing is he's always kind of been looked at as the underdog of the, the opaque brotherhood. He's kind of been looked at as the guy that, that talks more than he actually shows it in the ring. And, and, it's kind of a weird thing because, I mean, this guy, he's a, a three-time Platinum Dragon champion. Like, he's a Hall of Famer on his own merit. It's, it's not like he got in just because of the people that he knew and, you know, the associates that he works with. But he's always had this inferiority complex. And I think that him having a match for the world championship, if he, could, if he were able to beat Claymore, would be something – very interesting to see that dynamic between Killa Neptune and the man who he is the mouthpiece for in Uncle Frank. That being said, Claymore is one hell of a wrestler, somebody that's going to bring an absolute war to Killa, and I think that he cannot he cannot be looking forward past this match because it's it's going to bite him going to give him a big old shark bite in the dorsal fin, if you know what I mean, if he tries to look past this match. And I think even if he focuses everything on this match, it's going to take a Herculean effort from Killing Neptune because Claymore does not mess around and is a very serious opponent. Now, Judge, since you're a terror ink and you're, you know, you kind of have to be the mouthpiece here for Claymore, but I mean, I have to be honest with you. Claymore, the last month has been tearing it up. Ever since, I mean, including the White Lightning title win over his over his fellow over the Teflon Sheik, and he also put up one hell of a fight in that Triple Crown Championship. Davila barely got out of there with her title. Uh, he was he on several occasions. It looked like he was going to be our new Triple Crown champion. Claymore, I've heard before he came to REWF, I'd heard a lot about Claymore, but now I'm seeing it firsthand. He truly is a top-level competitor, is he not? 
Oh, definitely. Claymore is one of the top. Uh, he's one of our top top guys. Um, and and you know, it's like Paragon said, it's it's going to be a hell of a fight. And I I, I you know, as much as I respect it, and I, I joke with the traveling with traveling sisterhood or with bands, I, I do have respect for them. I, I do respect what they do. But um, I I just feel like you know, it's I I Claymore's going to dominate this match and he's going to go on and he's going to become the new you know world champion I think alright it is going to be very interesting tomorrow Claymore Killa Neptune winner faces Uncle Frank for the World Heavyweight Championship at Cataclysm thank you gentlemen alright R.A.W.F. business done ladies and gentlemen we are now going to spend the rest of the show and I have extended just in case it runs a little long because there, it is a very long list that we need to talk about. But I welcome now uh, the lovely, the talented, the awesome Lady Vex. Oh, yeah, the song here comes. Ladies and gentlemen, Lady Vex is here. We're going to talk glitches. And uh, Vex, good evening. Good evening, L.A. How are you doing, Judgy? Hey, hey, you know, before you start, I just had to say one thing to you and, and Brew and, 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 and in the chat. You guys done one hell of a job. You guys, you guys did it professionally, and it was it was one hell of a one hell of a of a award show. So congratulations on, 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 on doing it. Well, thank you very much. Um, Brew really did a lot of the work. Um, some people might know I haven't been available a whole lot this last week. And she stepped up, and when I finally sat back down, everything was ready. All I had to do was add my parts. So um, we very much appreciate all the gratitude that everyone has shown for the show. Um, we wouldn't be able to do it without the people that actually stepped up, nominated, put, gave us input, voted, that kind of a thing. So thank you. It was definitely awesome. I'd looked forward to it for a long time and uh, certainly uh, to yesterday and today doing all the all the work that you two did, as well as uh, as well as others like Holly Cyanide Destroyer uh, and uh, Cassie Joe, others I'm sure I'm missing people, but you know uh, it was an awesome job, and it's definitely something we hope continues. But you know, I didn't. Um, yeah, <laughs> we're <laughs> we were trying 
to figure out the best way to go forward, but we're going to finish wrapping up things, brewing myself um, here this week. All right. So let's get a complete rundown of who all uh, won glitches. And uh, if you're ready, we can uh, begin. Sure. Um, So we tried to kind of divide things up a little bit with all these, you know, there's there's things that are okay, yeah, there's little pieces here and there, and then there's things that are huge. And last year, it was kind of a mixed-up mess, and we decided to throw the all-stars at the end. And um, so to start off, as far as most underrated stables, these are stables that you find they can win, but they're not the top of the list when you say, oh, yeah, this stable's going to the finals. You hear their name, and you go, oh, Good for them. Um, that one actually went to the Mex Canadians, which they have they have won USL plenty of times. It's just it's not one that everyone names as soon as they think top stable, and that's not anything detrimental to them. They are underrated, and being underrated can be a very good thing. Um, it could. Most pres- huh? <laughs> no, I was just agreeing with you. So go ahead. Oh yeah. Um, most prestigious championship. REWF did take second place in this, um, but you can't beat USL. It is a staple too unstoppable. It is something mostly automatic as long as nothing breaks. So, you know, that one, yeah, I can kind of see it. Um, but I guess <laughs> I can't really well, judge. Damn you, USL. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I, actually, uh, <laughs> you, I totally agree with that vote. USL has always been the, you know, the thing to win in Wrestler Unstoppable as long as I can remember, and it takes more than one person to do so, and it me- which means strategy, which means working together. So I can totally understand why that is the most prestigious championship in WU. I'm proud of the fact that RAWF World Title is the the highest rated singles title in Wrestler Unstoppable. I will, I will definitely okay. walk away gratified with that. Thank you. Um, then we went down to most exciting new company. We had a lot of suggestions for company things. Um, the one that um, actually kind of made me chuckle came from Allie Bunny. Um, most best newest unknown company. And I said, but if you're unknown, how are you nominated? And you know that's that's kind of that's kind of a rough spot to do because you we really wanted to try to level out nominations and give us a level playing field instead of like last year where we had up to 30 things to choose from in some items um so we ended up working through it with everyone in the group and we came out with most exciting new company so that would be a company that's come up in the last year um there was PG-13 in third, Tag Team Wrestling Academy. Everyone loves a good tag team company as long as it's well run. Um, we've had a few here and there, and they just kind of faded away. I'm hoping Twizzy can keep that one going. And the winner actually was the hub. Um, some people said, oh, yeah, I know what this was made for. We did not create this with the hub in mind. Um, this was something that was requested of us. Um, 
if we created something with the hub in mind, it would have been best all female GM teams, <laughs> you know, um, the things people come up with for conspiracies sometimes, but, you know, well, you know here, I'm going to be honest with you. I voted for the hub. I nominated the hub. I voted for the hub as the best company. And here's why you guys, it, first of all, you got some of the best lady GMs in wrestler unstoppable. It, the, it's a who's who of the best lady GMs in unstoppable. It's, it, and you promoted it so well. You put it out there. And, I mean, there was really, to me, was no other company that stood out to me as much as the Hub. Now, that is just one man's opinion, but that's why I voted for them. We appreciate it. Thank you very much to everybody that recognized what we put into that. Um, you know, it's just, it's, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's so much work. Um, next one, best tournament. I, L.A., would you like to announce the winner for best tournament? Well, I don't have I don't have it here in front of me. I thought, you know, you should, you should, you should, you should I mean, that, it, it's one of your pets. <laughs> one of, it's, it's kind of your baby. Uh, I will say I, the Xanthor, the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament, one for best tournament and you know i'm i'm proud of that i won't i won't lie i'm proud of that and it's uh you know it's something i enjoy doing we enjoy doing here to honor our good friends anther every year always proud to promote it always proud to talk about it and um you know thank you for everyone who voted because uh, and it just tells me that i get you know i'm doing the doing it right when i do this anther tournament so thank you yeah and that beat out the UWE tournament, and in th- uh, third place was Shaker's Breast Cancer Awareness Tournament as far as uh, best tournament, Shaker. We'll get to, we'll to cap soon. Don't worry. <laughs> um, <laughs> right after that, we did the most underrated tournament was the Breast Cancer Awareness Tournament. A lot of people don't exactly name that one off the top of their head when they're thinking of Tip Top. And, um, you know, it's it's not one that everyone thinks of. I am extremely proud to have done this year's poster for it. Um, Shaker asked me um, probably a month before we started advertising. And I said, yeah, sure, I'd love to donate something. And I sat down one night and I nailed that poster out. Out of, out of everything that's gone on, a lot of people don't know, I did have a scare back in February. That's what I left for. Um, so this one came more out of, of love for me. Um, and that that poster probably happened in under 15 minutes. Honestly, it's one of my fastest ones, but I knew exactly what I wanted it to look like, and I nailed it. Um Second place did go to the Son of Bundy, King Kong Bundy Memorial. Um, I think I missed that one while I was away, but I did win one of his Son of Bundy tournaments, and I did have a comic made. That is something you cannot replace. That is a handmade comic. It has been mailed to me. I have it sitting here. Um, Legendary stuff, really. And then third was the K-Rock Memorial in Ass, which, as everybody knows, memorial tournaments are something that 
Unstoppable has come together as a community for the most part. And um, we've, we've found a way to really bring community into our memorial tournaments. So I do like to recognize those. Um, awareness tournaments, memorial tournaments. Um, I don't like when real life comes into, into Unstoppable, but when it does barge its way in, I do like that most of us have a way of, of um, respecting it and recognizing it and coming together as a community. Well, and I want to I want to commend Shaker for doing this because for this every year because cancer does affect a lot of people in Unstoppable, uh, what, whether directly whether they have it or maybe a relative has it, a friend has it. Uh, it's it is definitely something that affects millions of Americans and so and people around the world. So for Shaker to step up and be and, and take the initiative to have this tournament every year. Uh, for cancer awareness, I, I commend him, and it's always, you know, I, that it's synonymous with him. And you know, you can say a lot of things about Papa Shaker, but the one thing you can't say is he isn't. Uh, you know, the the tournament is well run, well done, and I, I definitely commend him for all of the efforts for his annual tournament. And I need to remember next year to get into that damn thing because I keep forgetting mm-hmm. to join. It's always in good taste. Yes, absolutely. He always does it in good taste. Yeah, so she, I'll be so sure she, to um, get you an invite, L.A. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, because I, 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 I do sometimes forget things. I am blonde. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, best tournament performer, the wonderful Paragon of Greatness, did take third. Second place was Beardy, one of the first ones to win the UWE tournament. And then Best Tournament Performer went to the newest UWE tournament winner, who is also a member of RAWF, Dez. So that one kind of wasn't a surprise with the tournament just getting finished. Um, Best Company Performer, Paragon, did take that one. Um, He kind of showed out this year. The purple suit came out. Paragon got to be recognized a little more. Um, Opaque should be proud. Um, Paragon should be proud. Absolutely. And with Paragon, I mean, I see it personally every time I go through the rankings, every time I look at what he does and how he does. And facing him in the ring, I mean, Paragon to me is definitely, if not the best company performer, one of, if not the best company performer in REWF history, he's one of the top two. So, you know, it, it is what it is. Paragon, de- well-deserved co- top company performer. Absolutely. Um, best stable performer went to Brew. Um, you really don't realize how much she does unless you're in everything that she does. Um she is one of my absolute best friends. Um, there have been times when the only people I've spoken to in the day were Rook and Brew. And to be at her side this last couple of months where we have worked so closely together, our friendship is just in such a great place where I can confidently say, yeah, she is one of the best stable performers. She She can do tournaments and run companies, and then still have energy to, at the time, lead Canadian crew for a while. 
Um, Izzy from SOHK took second place. I absolutely agree with that. Izzy is a fantastic USL performer. Um, anything he's gone into that has stables has had um, that Izzy touch. And then El Grim, El Grim Reaper from Mexicanadians. Um, another one that when there's a stable thing and they're in there, you see them consistently at the top, all three. I mean, and I'm not an expert on USL, so I'll just have to take your, <laughs> take your word on all that. <laughs> That's all right. Um, best tag team. We did end up with um, some interesting results. Hotness Overload, Menzino and Brew. An absolutely explosive team in third place. Those guys win where they go. Same thing with Mr. and Mrs. Hitman, Sean and Arachnia. Oh, my gosh. There was a time when you would end up going up against either one of those teams, and you really didn't know how you were going to do. Um, and then the third one, we just talked about them earlier in the uh, radio show, Dungeons and Dragons, Paragon and Knox. Um, I'm going to be honest here. You guys bitch a lot. <laughs> I did not vote for you. You bitch too much about rules. You bitch too much about who should have uh, first go and I don't agree with that but that is my opinion I am, and I do believe I am allowed to have it absolutely but I, I did vote for them and here's why REWF tag teams it is not easy it is harder to get a shot at the REWF tag team titles than it is to get a shot at the world heavyweight championship why oh, because no you, have, you, can, you have to win four tag team matches you have to post each win you have to talk in each win and even then you still not may not get the shot because somebody else might have done the same thing and just done it a little bit better than you it rewf tag team titles are not easy to win at all oh and paragon and knox have been in the tag team conversation as he mentioned earlier on this program since they got together over a year ago consistently in every tag team title match Mithras and I barely, just barely, by the nips of our nostrils, <laughs> beat them for the tag team titles at Tropical Aggression. To me, they are the best tag team at the moment here in WU. Yeah, there is, there is a definite domination by them. Um, I just wish it wasn't always so bitter. That's my thing. Um, moving on, best up-and-comer. It went, you know, I, this is one of those I, I feel we should have had a guideline for. Um, should have been somebody not over level 100, not to bring game dynamics in, but I don't think it should have been somebody over level 100. Somebody that's been here for quite a few years. Um, you can have an up-and-coming year, but I feel that dev PCs, year has been going for a few years um i don't exactly agree with that the two people behind her twizzy and k flay it is no secret that they are remade accounts um so you know you have to kind of decide at what level you're going to make a cutoff obviously we are not allowed by unstoppables rules to reference alternates obviously not but 
um, in the last year, I would say Twizy has done some pretty remarkable things. Um, building an empire very quickly, opening a company that seems very promising. He's got some great GMs on his staff. Um, that's really all you're going to get out of me on this subject. Uh, I, I I totally agree with everything you just said. It is very very. It was a very very difficult to even nominate. I don't even know if I had a nominated in that category just because, you know, a lot of the I can't say who up and comers. I pay more attention to what happens in RAWF than I do in other companies. I won't make a secret of that. Uh, you know, I pay attention to the up and comers in RAWF, but I know a lot of the people that I think are up and comers in RAWF have been around for years. I could say Claymore is an up-and-comer in R.A.W.F. Why? He just joined a couple months ago. He's already making a lot of noise. But I know Claymore has been around for years. I can't call him an up-and-comer. You know what I'm saying? He's up-and-coming in the is, company, yeah. Exactly. It, it, for me, I don't even know if that I nominated, and I can't even tell you who I voted for on that one if I did. So I agree yeah. with you completely. Well, that I mean, one was kind of... Yeah. Last year was my up-and-coming year. Last year, I had some of my best activity. Um, I had my, you know, I had my explosion in RAWF. I had my Hall of Fame uh, induction. I had my fantastic GM run um, because I was able to get my focus back that I haven't had in a few years. So, you know, I wouldn't have even accepted it at that point. Next was most overrated wrestler. This is really more of a how do you feel about a person. And Mm -hmm. you can refrain from voting. You can nominate somebody else. Um, It went Dez, Strangleheart, and just JT. And people felt that they were overrated, that they got a lot more hype than they really deserved. That's not saying that they can't wrestle. It's not saying that they can't win. It's saying that you hear their name a lot more than um, you really think they've earned. Because, yeah, you can wrestle, you can win. Absolutely. But does your attitude go with everything else that winning comes with? And to me, um, somebody that has done some of the things and said some of the things that have happened in the last year, I absolutely believe the right person won that. Well, as far as, I, as far as as far as that one goes, uh, again, I agree with you. It, it's kind of a who you like, who you don't. Uh, and I know that a certain person, the person who won, definitely uh, might have tilted the votes in his favor by some of his actions over the past year. But uh, other than that, I can't really give you an opinion. <laughs> um, underrated wrestlers. Um, people sneak up on you. Third place, Sweet Heaven Slasher. Third place, Boney, Captain Boomerang. Boney will sneak up on you. I will tell you that. The second place went to Luke, um, Hero for Hire, Luke Uncaged, Luke Cage. Um, he's really, really making a name for himself. Underrated wrestler was uh, Dev PC. Now, are you an up-and-comer and an underrated wrestler when you've been winning for the last few years? I don't know. That one really seems to me to be a name recognition thing. Uh, again, same same as being, same as the last two categories. It's it's all it's it's that one is basically a, uh how you call it? What you say a opinion? It is. It is, it is <laughs> yeah. You can't. And that's why it's these straight are not opinion. All star 
these are not all-star glitchies. These are just, we threw them up because that's what people wanted to vote on. That was what people wanted. That was what people liked. So we went ahead and went with them. We have tried to weed out the more negative ones. Um, someone asked us about biggest rage quit, and we said, no, no, we're not doing that. We don't want to be seen as a super negative show. Um, and that with the next ones, um, biggest whiner, Crypto Zoom Aller, Ricky Hot Rock winner was Todd uh, Wright. Biggest jobber, Ricky Hot Rock, Crypto Zoom Aller, winner was Todd Wright. Most frustrated, Todd Wright, Strangleheart, Ricky Hot Rock. Those three are overwhelmingly negative, but they are the ones that we have been asked for. Um, well, you know, you, you do you like to. Go <laughs> yeah. Yeah, go ahead. You know where I'm going. When you think about it, when you think whiner, when you think uh, uh, most frustrated, and what was the other one? Biggest jobber. Biggest jobber. Well, okay. I don't know about biggest jobber because I actually voted and nominated someone different than those three. But when you think about biggest whiner, biggest frustrated, there are definitely those three come to mind. And, I mean, I, I won't lie. I know who I voted for, and he won both of them so yeah um i mean two of them are permanent bands we can only wait for time to happen on the third one um you know i'm not gonna say it's gonna happen but man if if two of the three are already gone let's let's hope (laughs) let's try to get some of those good people back and unstoppable unstoppable that were run off by some of the attitudes that they have experienced from these people because it's really terrible when all you're doing is checking Facebook and you're being harassed about unstoppable votes. That is, that is something I find absolutely despicable. And um, I'm happy we could name and shame with those. I don't know that something I would continue doing though. All right. Yeah, I, we might want to. That, that might be that might be a good idea. Those are those are kind of like those, those are kind of like going into the hall of shame. What's the point? Uh, why yeah. you know add add more negativity than we need to? So maybe maybe we should eliminate those negative categories. Agreed. All right. Yeah. Moving we're, on. We're moving through. Uh, sexiest male. Third place. My one and only Papa Shaker. Second place. The Bunny. Uh, the only midget that can run around in lingerie and look damn good in it. And the glitchy did go to Mithras, the title machine, as you've seen from the chat here. And there, um, the ladies do like Mithras. I'm partial to Shaker, but, you know, there's um, a resemblance in there, so I might kind of understand it. Sexiest female was 17. Cassie Joe and winner was Brunette Strangler. Um, absolutely some of the hottest females here in Unstoppable. Um, you know, it said, you know, we're all kind of based around the same general idea, but it's what you make of it as a character, really, that makes you seen as sexiest. And Bruce's hard work and intelligence is absolutely fucking sexy. 
Well, you know, there's a lot of sexy ladies. I can't speak for the sexy men because that's not my thing. But I, there are a lot of <laughs> sexy ladies and Wrestler Unstoppable. Brew is definitely near the top of the list. Uh, so I believe I believe that we got it right on this one. So. A fun fact, Texas Mail actually had the lowest voter turnout with only 101 <laughs> votes. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, that, um Y'all, you are a little scared to call each other sexy. It's it's, it's really okay. If us girls can do it, you can do it too. Even if the vote, even when the voting is 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 classified, it's kind of hard to say I can't do that. <laughs> but anywho, moving on. Uh, best dressed male, Lord Amadeus. You took third. Second place was Thalic, of course. And the glitchy this year actually went to Rook. Um, Always fantastic dresser. Breast dressed female was Destroyer. I actually managed to get second place on something this year, as opposed to um, my one glitchy last year. I did take second place for that. And the glitchy again went to Brew. Brew is my fashion best friend forever. We, we are always, as soon as there's something new in the store, we are always going shopping. We are always trying to find new ways to layer, new ways to make a look. And, um, you know, that's part of the day is, okay, what's Brew got on? <laughs> and um, it's fun. So, well, as far as, yeah. as far as me coming in third, I came in, I came in third to two very well-dressed men. Salik has always been the best-dressed first man in Wrestle Unstoppable. That's his thing. That's his stick. He always makes sure he's at the top of the nines. Rook. You know, I don't know Rook that well, but when I do, he's when I see him, he's definitely dressed to the T. So to say that I'm third best dressed in all of Unstoppable as far as the men goes, hey, I'll take that every day, and all the day. <laughs> and, and your hair is even bleached. Well, yeah, you know, I, like I said on the feed, um, <laughs> I I I would have nominated Shaker for best dressed, but I like him better undressed. There you go. See, I get, I get that. That's good. That's very good. Now, if you'd gone with best hey, hair just, and all unstoppable, yeah. I'd have taken first. I guarantee it. But that's beside the point. You against Rook's hair, really? Rook you against me? Hair. Against my oh. hair? You got to understand. Yeah. I was passed the best okay. hair torch from Des Bryant. Yeah, he'll be yellow there too. That has good hair. Excuse me. What? What? It's really? Good as mine? Yeah, he'll be yellow. No. Really, yeah. Jeff? But yeah. Switching, no. switch, yeah. switching no. to the ladies, there's no doubt that you, Vex, are, I mean, every time I wrestle you, you're in a new outfit. <laughs> and when, I mean, that, that's all I got to say. You are a clothes horse. Therefore, you have to be the best, best well-dressed because I think you have everything in the store that you possibly can have. So, and um, brew. <laughs> And, and that, and I've done many photo shoots with you, many photo shoots with Brew. I have no problem with you two being one and two. Who was the other one? Who was the uh, third? Destroyer. 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 <laughs> well, Destroyer. Destroyer doesn't like me to do her do do photo shoots with me, so I don't know. Uh, but she always seems to be pretty well dressed, so fair enough. <laughs> Absolutely. Best character. Third place was Uncle Frank. Um. I honestly believe that if Uncle Frank found a few more ways to convey his muteness, um, that he would have gone up a lot higher in it. Um, that's something I would really like to see happen because I think he could pr- go really far with that. Um, but I understand people get busy. They can't do that all the time. 
second place went to Stardust. If you saw Stardust in this last year, the way she could transform from Stardust to Dusty, that was fucking brilliant. I still, I still get goosebumps at the way she could change so well. Somebody knows their own character so well that they can go through that transformation is fucking gorgeous. I love her. And Glitchy went to Vagina Muscles. Um, yeah, we got a lot of pirates around here. I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of like, okay, can we get some more costumes in the store so we can get some more people recognized? Because there's a fuck ton of pirates around here. <laughs> All um, right. Well, with Frank, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. Yeah, with Frank, I see more of it because I, how many matches? How you know how many Uncle Frank matches I look at every? Oh yeah. Okay, he actually has in when he was on his wild ride. You got to remember he was top ranked in RAWF in the top five for almost a year straight, and that was it wasn't because he, not just because he was winning, but because he was starting to play his character a lot better in matches. Uh, you maybe you may not have gotten to see it, uh, and you know, true, but I think Frank definitely has an original character. Uh, a mute, a oh no mute, doubt, a mute character who who's uh, a, I don't want to you know a serial killer or whatever you want to call it is definitely interesting and, he, and there are have been times where he's been absolutely brilliant at it. Starry, I've right, known and I long, I have missed that. Yeah, Starry, I have known her for a long, long time. She has always been that way. Uh, she is brilliant playing Stardust, and there's no doubt about it. She is very enjoyable wherever she go, wherever whether she be on the feed in matches or as a GM. She's one of the most. She's actually a very brilliant GM who adds adds yeah. that aspect to her GMing. It's, it's when she does, it's brilliant. And then as far as vagina goes, vagina, I you know I understand pirate. There are a lot of pirates, but she. I have never seen her break character, ever, not once. She talks Good that way you. every time. Yeah, okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I, moving along. Yeah, no, I, I do, I do understand the dialect. Um, I just think that ye shouldn't stand for he, me, they, we, she, I, you, they. Um, what else? It's. It gets a little confusing. <laughs> okay. Fair um, Fair best best storyline. Um, third place was Sin's love for Daniel Star. I don't know if you've caught any of this over the last few years, but Sin followed Daniel Star everywhere. Um, it was actually quite hilarious. The glitchy actually was divided up between Tale of Two Heroes, POG versus Uncle Frank. And the Hall of Fame storyline. Um, a lot of people still don't realize the Hall of Fame is a storyline. It is something that got started as a storyline and it is continued as a storyline. And it's one of the oldest ones here. It is one of the most consistent ones here. Um, yeah. Okay. So, Fair enough. I, you know, I, I didn't follow the Sins Daniel Star thing, so I can't speak on that. I do know that Uncle Frank versus Paragon was one hell of a story, one of the best of the year here in RAWF, to be sure. And I will pass on commenting about the Hall of Fame. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Best troll went uh, third place Claymore, second place Judgment, and the glitchy went to Rook. Um, a lot of people don't know when Claymore is trolling them until it comes up and smacks you in the face. And RAWF is starting to see it. Judge, Judge has become this unique kind of troll, and it, it's absolutely fun. Absolutely fun. Um, but Rook does master it quite well. That goes into Best Feud. Teflon Sheik versus Paragon was third. Second place was SOHK versus BAR. And the glitchy went to Rook trolling Todd Wright. Um, <laughs> really? I missed that. So, you know... Well, Rook is one of my absolute all-time best friends, and there were more than a few times I had to go, hey, watch it. Hey, watch it. And um, Todd melted himself down before Rook even really had to say anything. Rook wasn't even here when it happened. That's that's how good of a troll it was. (laughs) Oh, well, I I do got to give Rook his props for that. Uh, No doubt about (laughs) it. He, 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 uh, did us does hear an unstoppable a service? I think all of us. Oh, um, yeah. But but for my money, because I not, and I'm biased, and because he's one of my best friends here in the game ever. Uh, Judgment to me is the number one troll and wrestler unstoppable. Always has been, always will be, and uh, I mean <laughs> that with love, buddy. I mean that with love. Oh, yeah. I, I I do the best I can for people. <laughs> Uh, Judge and I have had our conversations where I'm like, man, you know, remember all this we did and now this is where we're sitting? I was like, yeah, it's wild. Absolutely wild. If I had a dime for every time Judge trolled me, uh, yeah, I would. I'd be living a lot better. Mm -hmm. Anyway, all right, next a most original character. There was a tie at second and third between Uncle Frank and Hobo Ezekiel. R.A.W.F. knows these two very well. Hobo, Hobo is doing something magical. Um, a lot of people will say, oh, well, he's not like, or he's, he's pulling off other Hobos we've had around Unstoppable. This is something completely different than we've seen before. Not to put Vacant Vale or anyone else down, but Hobo has taken us to a level that um, I don't think Unstoppable has seen in a while. It is a regular, consistent thing. Um, I, can only, I can only say that it's, I'm impressed every time. It's, there's a story. It keeps going. It doesn't sit there and stall for months on end. Um, the glitchy did go to Vagina. I think she won these last year. I don't recall off the top of my head. I only have this year's in front of me. Um, but yeah, most original. I I probably would have handed it off to Hobo. While the Hobo gimmick isn't quite considered original to some. The way that he's doing it with the real rage and the trains and everything, that is fantastic. I totally agree with you on that one. I, I, I totally think Hobo should have won this. Uh, you know, here's the thing with Hobo. He is so much into his character here in R.A.W.F. <laughs> he plays it so well. 
and he gets so many points for not just for his talking and his storylining. Uh, he made the top twenty. He's made the top twenty-five on a couple occasions with a losing record. Not easy to do. Yes. Yeah. And that it, um. so Hobo is definitely to me uh, the most original character in WU right now. So totally agree with that. Right. Um, Mina's wrestler. Third place was Davila. Um, it was a tie at the top between Destroyer and Holly Cyanide. Um, (laughs) 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 Um, I guess you could, yeah, (laughs) I won't say anything mean. (laughs) I will be nice because... Yeah, I, you know, I have had my my run-ins with Destroyer and HC have been limited in my career. I I have run into them. Destroyer just bought me in the face earlier tonight at the glitchy scene, but uh, because I because I pronounced her name wrong, I think I exited, I think I had tripped on my tongue, called her Destroyer or something like that, and I got bopped <laughs> in the face. So I mean, it is what it is. But for me, Davila. I've known her a long, long time. I te- when I first came to WU, I, te- I teamed with her. And she would smack me around just for missing a freaking side headlock. So, I mean, to me, but, you know, I, I understand why Destroyer and HC, they're both definitely me. Uh, so, well earned by all three. Absolutely. Funniest wrestler, Hobo Ezekiel, El Chiqui Black Diablo, and the glitchy was won by Rook. Um, Cheeky goes, I'm mean I said, yeah, but you crack me up, sweetheart Same thing with Hobo Oh um, The Febreze incident in the radio In the radio show That was hilarious I was falling over laughing Um Yeah, so well done Um Scariest wrestler Third place, Dead Can Dance Second place, Gicky Snilo And the glitchy went to Uncle Frank um, nicest wrestler, third place, Brew, second place, Roger the Pirate, and the glitchy went to Vuvuzela. Um, I kind of lumped those together because they are personality type things. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving right along. We've got about 15 minutes left, so we'll try to... Yeah, I'm flying. Up, up just a bit. All right. We got down to the All-Stars. We did make it here. Best GM. Claymore third, Psycho Girl, Girl third, second place with the Raven, and the uh, glitchy went to Brunette Strangler. Undoubtedly the correct person, and undoubtedly three fantastic GMs also recognized in that. Um, you cannot deny what all three of them have done in their span of time in Unstoppable. Um, all four, really, including Brew. That over the years when, you know, people have had to have breaks and people have had to go away and come back, they left a legacy and they came back and they continued that legacy. Agreed. I uh, mean, the, the, I don't think they could, this could have gone any other way. So go for it. Yeah. Best trash talker, Teflon Sheik in third, Rook at second place, and number one went to Destroyer. Ali Cyanide said it best. You really cannot deny what Destroyer does with trash talk. It is fucking glorious. Um, she never, she never, never drops it, ever. Um, she's always been like that, too. It's been glorious. 
Best Heel, third place Rook, second place Destroyer, and number one went to Teflon Sheik. Um, Holly, Sai, and I didn't really know a whole lot about Sheik. Um, it's hard to play a pure heel like he does. Yes, he Destroyer does. is no doubt a heel. Rook is no doubt a heel. Teflon Sheik is a pure heel. Um, he will, like, back and forth on the feed between him and I. It was absolutely heel comments. Um, and you know what? To be quite honestly, in this day and age, it takes a hell of a lot to play that type of a character um, where people are going to be quite sensitive to it, but to play it in a way that he does it so well. He never drops it. Um, and so congratulations to him. Absolutely. Best stable in faction. Yeah, <laughs> best stable in faction. Third place was the almost all Canadian crew. I am a part of them right now. Um, a really a family type thing. Third place was also Opaque Brotherhood. Absolutely, no doubt. The things that they have done from going from a company faction to a stable in USL and what they've done in USL in such a short time is quite impressive. So congratulations to them. Second place went to Brotherhood of Alpha Rejects, The Bar, and the glitchy went to SOHK. No doubt one of the all-time longest and best stables in Unstoppable. They have come and gone, absolutely. But they maintain the level that they are at. They don't drop to group three unless they've taken a month off. <laughs> you know, that's that's really the only time. And when they come back, it's right there, always in group one. Best artist. Um, third place went to Michaela Doom. Absolutely. Second place to The Bunny. No doubt. The Glitchy went to Eaton Beaver. A lot of people don't understand that Eaton Beaver has outfitted entire companies regularly around Unstoppable. One of them would be, I believe, RXW. Um, absolutely um, attention seeker society. You don't really realize that you're looking at his stuff, but when he does outfit a company, it is consistent. It is clear. It is a high quality. On top of that, he does the videos. He does the gifts. He does the um, picture, the promo picture that goes in front of his videos. So, you know, a lot of people really don't realize that EB has had this recognition coming for a long time, and I was happy to be able to present that to him. I'll be honest. You do good I artwork I, yourself. Yeah, well, I was just going to say, I did not realize EB had all that going for him. I thought he was just a video guy, so I'm glad to know that now. And uh, Yeah, like, uh, like Bruce said, RXW, Attention Secret Society, The Zoo, Buckshot, you look at those companies and you're like, this is a really nicely done company page. Then you see, yeah, fueled by awareness. Um, and maybe, um, I mean, maybe it's because he doesn't do artwork for individuals like a lot of like MD does. You do, uh, I do. You know, does he do a lot of promo pics for individuals other than videos? Um, I think he does them off of his videos, um, but. You know, nothing like what I posted of them. These are my actual promos that I did of them. Some of my favorite promos to do are of other artists 
and when they like them, I I'm through the roof. I love it. Oh, I love <laughs> mine. Mine, mine. The one you made me was awesome. Oh, um, so yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, quite underrated for what he's done. Best owner, third place Claymore, no doubt. Uh, House of Esoterica was incredible. Second place Brunette Strangler. Um, everything that she has done. Uh, Attention Seeker Society. She is technically the home owner of Hub, but we do work on that as a collaboration. Um, Stable Leap Championship Wrestling. That was that was such an undertaking. I. <laughs> I'm actually breathless when I think of what all she put into that. And, of course, the one and only Lord Amadeus did win that. Um, congratulations, sir. We are not that surprised um, because of your consistency over the years with this company. Um, I believe Holly Cyanide, no, Haruki posted that. And she said it exactly how it needed to be said. Um, you run this company consistently. You run it on a schedule. You you do this, and then you get up in the morning and you do the show. That's you're a machine. Congratulations. Well, I just one awesome quick thing job. about that. I have to give him credit. One quick thing about that, and I thank you everyone who voted. Uh, I couldn't do it if I didn't have the awesome support group that I have. That in, includes people, and that everyone knows who they are. And I, if I didn't have the people in RAWF that you know have fun in there because if it's not fun for them then it's not fun for me i absolutely enjoy it that's why i've done it for so long absolutely um best wrestler third place was paragon of greatness um no doubt second place prince as you said earlier print as much as prince does for him to finally crack the top 25 um it shows that it's not just about winning it shows that it, there's a whole lot more to it. And as people start to pick that up, as things keep it, building speed in this company, we're going to see a whole lot more of those happen. And I love it. Um, the glitchy did go to Mithras, the title machine. Match of the year, third place was Paragon of Greatness and Uncle Frank. Second place was the UWE finals between Dez and Mick. And fortunately, I do not say unfortunately, fortunately the glitchy did go to Dan Star and Canadian Enforcer in Canadian Enforcer's last world title match in RXW. Without a doubt, one of the most touching moments. We've had two of these. Um, one of them was Dishrag, one of them was Canadian Enforcer, where we said we as a community got to say goodbye to somebody that we lost forever. Um, I wasn't here for it with K-Rock, so I don't know if we had it then, but I have been here for these two, and those are very strong moments. Death is a very strong Hello, thing. who's speaking? <laughs> I'm judged. <laughs> I'm sitting here getting all weepy, and you're getting answering the phone. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, most respected wrestler, third place, Brew, undoubtedly, undoubtedly one of the most respected wrestlers. Second place was Mithras. Um, they both, they both have people that don't like them. They both have people that love them, no doubt. Um, the glitchy did go to Canadian Enforcer. There was some question as to whether he would be most respected or not, and I will address that very simply. Canadian Enforcer was a GM at a time when you went into a company full of newbies, you found newbies, and you brought them into your company. 
But you, Canadian Enforcer didn't just bring us into our companies. Canadian Enforcer gave me my first contract at 12,000 coins for 10 weeks. He did that with every newbie that came into OCW. That was a risk. You risked that those people were an alt. You risked that those people were going to turn and leave forever. And he did that. He also helped you figure out what you needed to do. He helped you get fans. He helped you figure out how to join the company, how to do things, how to wrestle. He, he was undoubtedly someone very respectful because even when you disagreed, he came to you and said, hey, let's work it out. Let's still be fans. Let's get over this. Let's move past this. And undoubtedly one of the most respected wrestlers that was still here after Dish Rag passed was Canadian Enforcer. Um, so for that person that continues to be an obstinate ass and absolutely has no respect for the dead, you can fuck off. Best face, third place. Real quick, I I have (laughs) extended, I have extended the show another half hour. Uh, so we we got a while to go here, but just so you, so you can breathe a couple little bit there, Lex. Let me make breathe a couple comments. I was rushing. I was watching the clock. We were doing it. I extended so you could slow down just a little bit. Not not too too much. Okay. But, uh, plus we will have another if we have time we have another caller on, on hold. But uh Absolutely. most respected wrestler. Who was third again? I'm sorry. Third place was wow. Brew. Second place was Mithras and the glitch you went to Canadian Enforcer. Canadian Enforcer, you know, he and I had a lot of interaction early in R.A.W.F. He was a two-time R.A.W.F. World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, we kind of we we had our we had our had our friction, but you know, it is what it is. I I respect him as well. Uh, Mithras always will respect him. He's one of the best in the business as far as a person and a wrestler. And Brew is the one one of the few people in R.A.W.F. I regret she left because I really miss her. I wish she'd come back, but it is what it is. I understand. If she never does, but I respect her tremendously as a person and in W as well. Yes, absolutely. You let me. How many can you respect frisbee nipples? How can you respect frisbee nipples? <laughs> because he's my tag partner for one. Oh he's the best God. damn tag partner. Hey. One of the best damn partners, if not the best tag partner I've ever had. So, anywho, moving on. Yeah, move on, move on, away from frisbee nipples. I was flying. I don't know. I'm getting towards the end already. Best face. Faces are hard to play. Faces are absolutely difficult. Um, I can kind of face it up on radio until I get irritated. That's about as far as I go with my tweeners. Third place went to Cassie Joe. Second place, absolutely paragon of greatness. Like I said, he has shown out so much this year. Um, and the glitchy did go to Stardust. As we said before, she is one in a million. And, um, you know, if, if she had more time for all of this, I would be happy. But I love that she has her limited time and that she can go rest and recuperate and have her days away from here. True. No doubt. And as far as star, as far as best faces go, Stardust definitely is one of the few people you could ever see trying to play a heel, be a heel, be be that person. Mm-hmm. I, I I totally agree. She's definitely the best face because I don't think there is a heel bone in her body. 
when she turned heel for a week, it scared people. <laughs> it's funny when they do that. Some of them, some of them is actually it's, it's kind of it's kind of awkward when they do that. They were they're the biggest face around, and then all of a sudden they become a heel. It's like, oh, what happened? Yeah. So it's, it's actually kind of fun. I mean, it's it's to watch Paragon become a heel. It's it's it's, it's quite amusing. No doubt. Um, All right, you're you're a good heel too. Yeah, I try. I don't know how I do. <laughs> I know I scare people. I know some people don't give a fuck. It happens. Best event, third place was Wrestler World Cup 12. This was the last one. We have lost all our big event um, coders. There was a lot of controversy around a lot of these last few Wrestler World Cup 12s, and it's kind of a pity because I don't think we're going to have the second or third place events anymore. Tag mania. Um, they kind of picked up their ball and went home with tag mania. And the rumor is that we're not going to have those anymore. Um, hopefully tag team wrestling Academy can fill that void. It would be a good place that we can have tag teams regularly doing what they like without singles matches. Or if they want to sign up for a singles type match elimination, absolutely. The glitchy absolutely went to Big Bro 2. This is the second running of Big Bro and undoubtedly one of the biggest ones that I have seen happen. I did have to leave in February for personal matters, but I have gone back through and I have looked and this thing, they had an all-star cast in this, without a doubt. For Doo-Wop and Daddy to win it, anyone that knew him before Go Big Bro knew what he was capable of, but didn't see him coming out to that point, to that degree. Um, if you missed it, you really missed out. I don't know when it would be run again, Um as you know, Son of Bundy has left Unstoppable after the passing of King Kong Bundy. Um, the judges are tired, and we were actually fortunate to be able to get Holly Cyanide and Destroyer to come and GM for us. Because after running something like that, you really don't want to touch that end of the game for a little while. <laughs> Well, I have to be honest. It would be interesting to see Hobo in that house, though. <laughs> I have to be honest. I never joined World Cup Tag Mania or Big Bro 2, but I, I always saw them on the feed. I always just saw people enjoying themselves, uh, and so I'm sure they were awesome events and probably all very much deserve uh, that recognition. Absolutely. Um, best power couple. A power couple is a lot more than a unstoppable relationship. A lot of people need to realize that. Um, just because in your small circle you are the couple of your circle, it doesn't mean that you are a power couple. Um, a lot of people try to apply that to what they're doing, and it doesn't fit. Um, I absolutely believe these three couples that were placed into this um, as third, second, and first deserve to be recognized for what they have done. Um, third place was BDT and Destroyer. The the force behind Go Big Bro 2. BDT's artwork, 
destroyer's brains. Um, they tag well. They USL well. They run companies well, if you remember Board Inc. Um, they, they are absolutely a power couple. And it really saddens me to see people refer to Destroyer with her former longtime partner because she isn't that person anymore. Yes, she's absolutely Destroyer, but she is she has always been a separate person from that other person. Um, the reason she fanned me was because I went toe to toe with Stallion the first time and I didn't have to drag her in when I trash talked him and trash talking her without bringing him up. Um, it is a absolutely fantastic thing to be able to see what they can do now because it's like a second legacy to her. Um, if she wasn't in the Hall of Fame already, um, I would vote her in now. Second place, Menzino and Brew. This is a tag team that dominates. This is a couple that, in Attention Seekers society, they get it done. Um, again, USL. Both of those couples are in my USL table. It's kind of cool to be able to see that dynamic where it does. they do work off one another, they do support one another, but they are separate people, and they are capable of coming together for something awesome. The glitchy did go to Sean Hurd and Arachnia. Um, RxW, no doubt, massive place. Um They've they've done GM work together. They've done GM work separate. They've done stables with. Oh geez, there goes my brain. Ah, <laughs> I was in the stable too. But yeah, they had stables. They have tags. They have GM work. Um, as RXW starts to pull back, I think we'll see some of the other couples come forward. Um. But no doubt a tribute to their legacy. Death from above. Thank you. <laughs> My brain just went, nope. It's okay. Best storyliner was third place was Hobo Ezekiel. I think he should have been a lot higher up on that. Second place was Sin. Um, yeah, absolutely. Sin, Sin remembers the art of the storyline. I don't remember if anyone saw the Canadian crew storyline together. Um, that was pretty good. And the glitchy actually went to Paragon of Greatness. Paragon, we got purple all over the glitchies this year. I don't know if you paid anyone off with pickles. <laughs> there may have been pickles since two people <laughs> Vote for Paragon on the pickle. I don't know. It's you are definitely all over. This has been your year to be recognized. Yeah, I, I appreciate it a great deal. <laughs> so Most underrated that, company. Oh, yes. Yeah. Nope, go ahead. You good? Yep. Most underrated company. Mark Caliber's Commonwealth Wrestling. Um, I've been in it. 
here and there. I have not been able to stay in it, but I have always heard good things about it. Um, second place, Wildside Wrestling, Alistair Fiend. This is um, two people that are fantastic in RAWF themselves. They are fantastic on their own. They're, they're really trying to do something in their own company's unique. The Glitchy went to British Brawlers Association. This is actually a massive company. Um, people don't realize it because they don't, you don't see it advertised so much. I have been in and out of BBA, but it is a gorgeous company. Um, absolutely very underrated for what they deserve to uh, be recognized for. I can't speak for British Bowlers Association. Never been there, and actually never heard of it before this before these glitches. I, so maybe <laughs> they maybe they need to promote better. But I can speak on Commonwealth Wrestling. Mark is probably one of the sharpest owners I've seen in this company. Always on the ball, as Paragon said. And I have to be honest with you, I need to join Alistair Fiend's company. I should be in there. I was in it for a time. Um, I still see his rankings update scene. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things. Um, best company, third place went to Death or Glory, dagged his company. Um, a lot of people from there are over here as well. Second place, Attention Seeker Society. Once again, Brunette's company. It's consistent. It's creative. There are there are events there that would not work in a bigger company because they would be too big. And Best Company did go to RAWF. Once again, um, I believe that is two years in a row, L.A. It is. Are you typing? Are you talking to Mithras? Are you are, are you bromancing Mithras while I'm talking I to am you not. and congratulating I you? No, 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 no. I said, I said a seven-word sentence, seven-letter sentence. That's it. But any of you, uh, no, but. Again, as, as I said when you announced me as company, best company owner, I REWF would not be the company. Company it wouldn't be without everybody that's been participating. And I'm talking about the GMs, uh, each and every GM, each and every participant. Uh, it is the reason REWF is as successful as it is is because it's a lot of fun to be in. I hope, and a lot of fun to run. And as long as Absolutely. all those continue to be that way and as they have for the past six seven years then rawf will continue on it's you know a lot of people don't understand the company but once you do you get very comfortable here um you don't feel like a lost soul a lot of companies that are bigger you got to join 400 scenes to get into them and you don't know what's going on and you don't know how to get anywhere once you've had a decent look around I think I took about a month to just kind of get settled in and figure out what I was doing um you figure it out and you're like oh okay this I can do so yeah um biggest contributor this was the actual final glitchy that we posted today Third place did go to the Grim Ripper. Grim is a fantastic company owner. It is too bad that he doesn't have the time to do it like he used to when he had Clash. Clash was legendary, no doubt. Second place, Lord Amadeus. Um, 
a lot of people don't realize what you do, L.A. They don't realize that you do do this radio show. You do manage to have a good radio show that doesn't sound like, you know, the five years ago radio shows that sounded like a Skype clusterfuck. And I do <laughs> congratulate you on having such a well-managed show. You do art. You... um you have events, and you're a fun wrestler to be around, even though you talk gibberish to me, and I swear I know this October is going to be terrible for me. <laughs> step over this way just a little. What do you got? See his head swelling. <laughs> you know what? It's okay, because I don't get to do this for the rest of the year. I don't get to be this sweet and nice and <laughs> happy. I gotta go back to I gotta go back to brooding here in an hour, okay? Just yeah, that's good. Let me enjoy it. <laughs> All right. Um, the winner for this glitchy was Brunette Strangler. Um, I said it in the scene, and I tell her pretty much every day: the woman is fucking awesome. She received over half of the votes for this particular glitchy. of the votes that were cast for biggest contributor did go to her. She does art. She GMs. She owns. She does stables. She ran a fucking company with a separate stable set up in it. Um, You know, it's, it's interesting to see when somebody is actually terrible to her because she does not deserve that. She puts her all into what she does. And I have to hold myself back from getting too inflamed when someone is like that because I do want to defend her as much as I defend Rook. They are my two closest friends in this world. Um, If you have a problem with Brew, it's most likely because of something you have done. She's very straightforward. If she doesn't appreciate something you've said to her, she will say, please knock that off. Absolutely. Now, if you cannot handle it with your puny little fucking ego and you want to be a shithead to her, that's on you. That doesn't make her any less of a huge impact in Unstoppable. That doesn't make her any less of a fantastic person because she does go and she finds those new wrestlers. They might be an alt. Absolutely, absolutely, they might be an alt. She still gives them coins. She still gives them bucks. She still sits for them and opens tournament engines. And she's been burnt by several people, but she still does it. Um, that's something you don't see in Unstoppable for. That's something you will not see from me. Um, I'm too jaded, to be honest. I'm too jaded. Hmm. I still watch my back for several things and to be her best friend and to watch her do these things. I will always be there for her always and forever. All right. Well, you know what? Can't disagree with that at all. And brunette brew definitely deserved it. I wish, and I came in second. I wish I had an out, you know, just a smattering of, of her talent. I don't, so she definitely earned right. that well through. All right. So that was the 2019 Glitchies Award. Hopefully, 
hopefully, and we say hopefully, we'll find a way to have the glitches in 2020 because uh, this has been a lot of fun. And again, you guys did an awesome job. No doubt about it. Thank you, Vex, very, very Congratulations. much. Congratulations. You did. You did. You guys did an awesome mm-hmm. job. All right. So we have 15 minutes left, ladies and gentlemen, in this super extended RAWF After Hours that is going on. It's going to probably be a whole three hours, probably the first time in our history. But we had a lot to talk about tonight. But we're not done. We have one more person to talk about. He is called talk to. He is called in. And uh, I, I, I will see what he has to say. He is your reigning midnight hobo champion here in RAWF. He is also the sexiest. Was he the sex? Yeah, sexiest male wrestler, or one of, the, and, and he won a bunch of glitches. So let's just bring him on. He is the one and only. Yeah. 
And uh, and then um, and y'all know that Paragon was, and I think Uncle Frank, one of their colleagues, was in uh, the bar stable. So we're we're all you know kind of wired in. And uh, and then we had the match uh, for Midnight Hobo against Beast, which I don't understand why people say he's a beast. He is seven feet tall and weighs 180 pounds. <laughs> I think I've seen a baby giraffe who's more of a beast. Um, he's a great wrestler. That's absolute. I'm not going to argue, but I don't know. 180 pounds at seven feet tall? That's not beast-like. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he's a tough guy. I mean, but... He's not a beast, okay? And, I mean, that's kind of my role in WU, it seems, or in, in wrestling is to kind of break break the myths. <laughs> um, but he is a tough wrestler, absolutely. But uh, I, it, it was pretty close. And then we had the um, the stipulation match against Luke, hero for hire. Also, now, he's a, he's a beast, um, you know, physically. And he uh, he definitely knocked a, knocked my head around a few times, but then he ran out of steam. He went too aggressive early in the match. He ran out of steam, and then he's trying to put me in a brain buster and stuff. It's like, dude, really? You, you need like a, a shot of cocaine or something. So anyhow, or, or caffeine is what I meant to say. Um, so we won that match. It was a trifecta. But um, yeah, the the glitchies. It's hard to hold back sometimes. Because I know a lot of the backstory that most people, if any, if maybe none, know the backstory on a lot of stuff. Like what really happened at Tagmania? I know. No one else does. Or <laughs> only a few other people really know what happened. And quite frankly, I hope somebody else does something like it. Because what I saw happening was not cool. Really not cool. Um, and let's see. Uh, World World Wrestler World Cup, you know, again, the players were harassing. <laughs> the same players involved with Tagmania were harassing the management over at WWC um, 12. And lo and behold, you know, a lot, a couple of key players uh, in the management team left and left us holding the bag. Um, so that crappy uh, pirate character, she's the one who, who brought that to fruition into finalization. And a lot of people don't know that. They need to know that. Um, so it's that same kind of group that fucked up WWC and fucked up uh, Tagmania that, uh, that, that seemed to have created problems. So I'm sorry if, I, if I'm going a little hard here, but there is a lot behind the scenes that people don't know. This is not to take away anything from the Glitchy Awards because they are what they are, and Tagmania was a great event. WWC was a great event, but it gets a little much to, to hear, you know, or see, uh, you know, in, 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 in the wrestling world, seeing uh, adulations and lamentations when people really don't know what happened. And uh, so, okay, that's what I had. Hey, yeah, hey. I, I left I... a lot of that out. You could. I appreciate that. Well, and and Vex, Vex, let me let me interrupt. Vex, I was starting to get a little pissed at you, but what you just said cleared it up. Because, and and I agree, none of that is relevant. Tagmania was a great event, but 
it just gets a bit much, like I say. When and I think I don't know how how in depth you know. Um, <laughs> there's a lot. More um, than I'm supposed to. You know. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, my 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 nephew committing suicide the week that these guys decided to go ape shit didn't exactly help. And I was not real tolerant of people breaking the rules multiple times and then crying that, oh, it's a language barrier. And then I see people, these same people who have a language barrier, they're talking all over the feed or in scenes. It's like, really? You know, <laughs> so my tolerance is, is I, I've got the tolerance of things, and I think most people know that. But <laughs> all that stuff going down at once, no. Nope, nope, nope. But that's well, something I... I can relate to this week. So, yes. Yes. So, and that's the problem with these big events. Like, this is why, you know, glitchies, I think it's great. I think last year was great. I think this year was great. Not just winning awards, but because you guys took the votes, you ran a great voting system, you said, you said what you're going to do, and then you did it. And that's what people want, and that's a great contribution to the, to the community. So thank you. And thank you to Brew and to all the others who were involved with it. Thank you. Okay. I will be passing I, that along. That is huge. <laughs> <laughs> Mithras, one last question for you. Now that you got all that off your you chest. Sure? Yeah, you sure? Sure. <laughs> well, at least one, because, I mean, we, we announced earlier that tomorrow the Midnight Hobo Contender match will be contested between two people I know you're very, very familiar with. On one side, you have Strangleheart. On the other, you have Judgment. Who do you want to see win that match and why? Because I'm taking this face roll in a different direction. And I told people to shut up and just bring it to the ring and just break my arm, hit me in the face, break my neck. I don't care. Rip my arm off. Watch the blood spurt. I'm taking that direction with the character, and uh, I honestly don't care. And that's the biggest insult I can levy against the both of them. I don't care. All right. Wow. Mic drop. <laughs> Period. <laughs> exclamation point. And by the way, Mind I do job. have one comment about the, I, I do have one comment about Destroyer, who I like very much, by the way. Both. I just she's she's straight. We're I hope I think we're in a great place. I think I am the only person though who has left her speechless when I owed her a Christmas gift, and she was in the feed saying, where's my Christmas gift? And that was cool. It, it kind of gave me, gave me something to work with. So I created a scene and I said, you know, I thought about it. I thought about this, that, the other thing, whatever. I don't know. The jewelry, whatever. And I said, you know what? None of that matters. All I care, or all I want, or all I, I'm going to give you is I hope you're happy. And there's a video, a music video with that, for that song. And she just was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you say to that? <laughs> you know? So, right. I hate to I interrupt you. I'm going to take that as, 
I know we're, right. we're out of time. We're at, we've got about three minutes left to go in this record three hour after hours that did not see coming, but it was definitely, I would like to thank everybody, judge Vex, Paragon, um, everyone that was here that has already left Mithras. Thank you very much for your time. Uh, that was very interesting. Uh, Dragon, thank you once again for manning the boards and uh, keeping out a couple of couple trolls that were trying to get in. Uh, we, won't, we will leave them nameless, but I think you can guess if you had a ch- if you have a clue. Uh, and thank you everyone for listening. This has been a lot of fun. We will see you all right here next week. RAWF After Hours. We'll talk more about the upcoming Cataclysm. Find out who will be challenging who uh, for titles at Cataclysm. And who knows what's going to happen. Mithras might go off again. We'll see. This has been (laughs) R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Thanks, everybody. Have a good night.